stop time for somebody's favorite radio program? Yes, yes, yes. We don't do that on the show. They did it in the movie. That's what I'm saying. They did it in the I don't remember, thank God, oh. it's Friday. This wasn't Friday with uh, Ice Cube, right? No, 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 no. This was with Donna Summer. Yeah, it was a disco and... era, cocaine off of the yeah. glass countertop uh, era. Right? Yeah. <laughs> My board's off. No, it's not. It's not on. I it's just play the sound, nothing happened. Wait a minute, already? We're just getting started. Hello, everyone, welcome. It's the Tony Bruno Show on Twitch.tv. We welcome all of you. All of you people who love the show. All of you people who hate the show. But I can't imagine anybody who listens with regularity and avoids excessive use and uses only as directed can understand what this show is all about. <laughs> it's pretty simple. We have fun. We give you the important news. We give you the important sports, which you can get anywhere else. But the difference here, I believe, is we add that little seasoning. You know, like Salt Bay, when you stand over it, you can have your basic garden variety sports talk shows. Right. They're a dime a dozen. But when you have a little extra seasoning on it's, there. It's like, you know, you're putting on the, uh, the Cajun or the salt and pepper, yeah. and then it's going and it's going, and then bam! Exactly. Then, then Emeril Lagasse comes in, even though now he's selling his own little uh, ovens on infomercials at 2 o'clock in the, the morning. 360-degree oven? He, he went from having every TV show on the Food Network selling pots and pans, and now he's selling like a, not the Showtime rotisserie grill. No, he's selling one of those 360-degree um, uh, I have no fryers. idea what it is. It's an air fryer. You're right. That's good air fryer knowledge right there. By the way, an update on this Friday, the latest on the keto diet, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go to the tote board, Robin. The tote? Tote board. That's what they say when you go to a charity event. They go to the tote board. I T-O-T-E. Did not know that. Are you serious right I now? Know, I know what a tote you bag Friday, is. Usually on Friday we go to the tote board. You know what I mean? Well, the tote board, we go to that every Friday night. I, need to, I, I know what a tote bag is. I I'm didn't know there was high. also a tote board. You don't remember the old telethons where the Jerry Lewis would say, let's go to the tote board. Yeah, my board's not on. His tote board's not on either. Luigi, it is on on my end. There must be something going on with yours. Unplug and replug. You didn't have the volume. Let's up. try one more time. Ah. Oh, yeah, there imagine it is. That. Now let me give him one of these. Now that's already two so far in the first minute of the show. We're we could have a new record. We're off to a roaring <laughs> start. <laughs> we got a lot of stuff on this freaky deaky Dutch Friday. Yes. You know what today is also? Because I always check the hashtags because we live in a hashtag world. Mm-hmm. It's Employee Appreciation Day. You want to talk about a bad day to have that? Where's yeah, no, Friday. You, you know why? Day? Because why would you have an employee appreciation day on a Friday? That's the day where normally people get fired yeah. correct? at the end of the week, especially in We're media. We're going to appreciate you right out the door. You're fired. Just went low. I appreciated all, all your efforts. You know what I mean? <laughs> 
So, well, I can't fire you because you're not making any money. It's also um, International Wear Blue Day. It is. And I'm wearing red. I'm wearing uh, I know. my I even told Tony, wear blue. And he's Robin, like, yeah, I yeah. got a show to get ready for. So the That's blue... a bullshit thing, wear blue day. No, it's, now, listen, it's I'm... support of colon cancer. Okay, you know what else blue is support of? The police. Yes. The men and women in blue. That's true. So you, that I've is... got my police unity go. shirt on today. Hey, it's, better, it's better than you saying, well, I'm wearing blue underwear. Let me see. I don't even know a color. Can I? Excuse me while I. Uh, Jesus, Mary, mother. Excuse me Joe. while I check this out. Um. Also, I whip just, this out. Please, <laughs> if everybody could please share the show, this is something really, really important. Share it right now by telling everybody that they need to tune in here in about ten minutes. We are going to have an exclusive an interview. Exclusive. Well, it's not exclusive. It's exclusive today, and it's exclusive long form. He has done a couple of other interviews. He's done television interviews. Yeah, but he is. Uh, this is uh the first time he's coming on live carl goldman he is a coronavirus survivor patient patient He's still in quarantine we yes we don't have masks yeah. for this no we don't need masks last time i checked um bacteria cannot travel through the airwaves yeah, watch it happen so i time. think we're okay there so he's going to come on and tell us about his experience what his symptoms were how crappy he felt and how he got better how long it took etc well yeah, so, he will be joining us from his quarantine room at this medical center in Omaha, right. Nebraska. So anybody that's out there, you know that there's this full-on panic. People are panicking because their idea of this coronavirus, which they're making out to be like, you're going to die if you the get it. The entire world is dying. And it is. I mean, it is going to, at some point, pretty much everybody's probably going to get it in their life. I mean, it's just like everybody at some point has gotten flu in their life. Luigi was out with the masses. We've been out with the masses. We were in New York. People yeah. are walking around. If, if people go to hockey games last night, the Flyers game, who all, by the way, were in first place for about 20 minutes, but now are tied for first with a tiebreaker. It's okay. And a great uh, great run right now for the Flyboys here. And the bandwagon is starting to uh, – Luigi just went out and rented a truck to put all the people on who have I now I drove joined. a Zamboni down here. Did you week. drive yes, the I Zamboni? Did. Yes, I did. It's raining out there, right? It's supposed yeah. to, they're saying there may be snow tonight. No. A little mixed snow. Are you the weatherman? No. Get Sheena Parvina on the phone. I want to know what's know. going on in San Diego. I'm sure there's no snow. The only snow in San Diego is on the co- cocktail tables exactly tonight. Exactly right, brother. But I just want to say, again, long. reiterate, share the show. Tell yes. everybody that you know that is freaking out about the coronavirus to tune in to the Tony Bruner Show coming up here in about five minutes or so where we will have firsthand knowledge. You're not going to hear all this hoopla from other people. You're going to have somebody that's coming on who knows exactly what it feels like to have the coronavirus. And he and was on that cruise them. ship that everybody talks about, the Diamond Princess cruise ship. Diamond whole, Princess, okay. Yeah, it was one, it's what the big cruise ship where everybody came back and then they wouldn't let anybody off. It right. was the, really the first think, big story in this country right. when people were, because you have a lot of, was on this a cruise the one ship. that came from Japan? I don't know. We'll ask okay. him. I believe it did. But he's an American. He's actually an Eagles fan. Did you know that? No. The guy's a big Eagles yeah. fan. He lives in Santa Clarita, California. His wife got it. We'll give you the whole story when he joins us. I have a, I have a weather update from San Diego right now. Let's go to the weather update. Hot and sticky, like my balls. Exactly. Well, it's not really sticky. There's no humidity out there. That's what I love about the West Coast. <laughs> oh, friendly Phil Leotardo. Oh, Phil Leotardo. <laughs> so anyway, we'll have that for you. And it's educational. And it's we're not here promoting any viruses. No, nobody wants to get the coronavirus. No, no, no. But the insanity with the hand sanitizers, people can't find it. They're standing in line. People are going crazy. Well, and, and the idea that anyone, anyone on earth is going to be able to 
not touch their face. I was in a. I, was I in just a, touched my face again. I got a little snot rolling here. I was in an Uber the other day, and there was there was hand sanitizers hanging in like the, you know the, you know, like the back have the little satchels you can stick stuff into mm-hmm. like back uh-huh. the chairs. He had like multiple hand sanitizer stations there. I said, dude, this is a little. That's the stock I should have bought a couple weeks ago. What, hand sanitizer? Whatever the country. Purell, I guess. Purell's right. the biggest one, right? There's an mm-hmm. article out as to what kind of bacteria hand, sani- hand sanitizers can actually kill. It was on Dig. Uh, I should pull that up and see because I don't think it's everything. Anyway, we'll get to that because yeah. everybody, just wash your hands and don't touch your face. All the experts told us yesterday. Remember we played that compilation yes. of all these politicians Left wing, right wing, it doesn't matter who you are. They all have the same thing. Wash your hands and don't touch your face. That's the level of how stupid are we? Listen, I'm, a, I'm about preventive medicine, preventive measures before something happens. And so we'll have a hand sanitizer update. Another one. And then we'll bring in some Jergens lotion later and demonstrate how that moisturizes. Because you've got to stay moisturized. is important. You don't want to be ashy, Luigi. You do don't not want to be all ashy and shit. No, I, w- I went out and got some Jergens. Did you get some? Yeah, man. I'm going to start moisturizing tonight. I'm gonna, I got that oil of Olay stuff. I got to find something for my face, though. We have this stuff. We gave it to you. No, What's but you that? don't use that at night. You can yes. use it anytime. You use that at night. I thought when you go to bed, you know, you wash your face off of all those things, and then there's like a, a nighttime thing you put on. Yes, no, it, that is. It's a, it's day and night. Oh, okay, because I use the it during the day. The Biolumiere is fantastic I for it because it's so bad. Yes. How do you I think? I, and also, by the way, the Biolumiere cream that we've been we gave away at the Super Bowl. Uh-huh. One of our sponsors, it actually helps in the keto diet. It's keto-friendly. Really? It helped me lose seven pounds. I'm down seven pounds in four days. That's incredible. Ladies and gentlemen, that's breaking news. It's so unfair men do this so much easier. Because technically, Tony's eating just a little bit more than me, and he still lost seven pounds, whereas I lost two. I hate to do it. <laughs> no, we're both eating the same thing. Right. We're both on this keto diet. I haven't had any bread, no pasta, no abits, no wine. No sugar. Uh, no sugar. Uh. Last night, we were both, it was, it was a tough night last night. We'd finished dinner, made a really nice pork chop and some roasted cauliflower. And a, no, it was a turkey. You know no, those, actually, that was a pork chop. The that was a pork tenderloin. Yeah. You know the pork tenderloin you buy in the supermarket already in the plastic yeah. bag? They're quick and easy. Yeah. No. It was a pork chop. I, I changed it. I switched okay, it up but, on you. Well, but, I thought you had the turkey Yeah, no, tenderloin. I switched yeah. it up on you. But, exactly. but at the end of the night, we were sitting around, and we were both <laughs> having that woolly for something you sweet. A little, like something I, nice. a little right. dolce. And we're she like, made Shit. balls. I made balls. I, I, I thought, I'm like, okay, what has no carbs or healthy carbs, no sugar that I can combine? And I had some straight cocoa powder with no – it's just straight cocoa. Cocaine. With, mm-hmm. with no – it's just chocolate cocoa powder. Not with cocoa no, Chanel. No, it's not. And it's not, it's, it's not like. Or cocoa Brazil. Or cocoa puff. Exactly. It's not like the kind of cocoa powder that you put in milk to make chocolate milk. Or cocoa beware. <laughs> this is just straight chocolate powder, right? Right. So I mixed that with some peanut butter with no sugar. Okay. Or low sugar peanut butter um, until it was nice and uh, okay. dark chocolatey. And then I added a little bit of stevia in it to sweeten it up. So you like a recent cup without the cup. And then I added crushed nuts. Ooh, you're going to love my nuts. And then I rolled it in unsweetened coconut. 
Oh. And they were good balls and it was right like there. Net- they weren't sweaty balls. Yeah. They were sweaty balls. You're going to love my balls, but these were great balls. Yeah, and of fire. It was really it was actually really good and it it was an it, it was net carb only 2 grams of carbs. Oh, that's a good job out of you, Rob. Yeah. And I haven't even Beautiful been a, you know, cuz when people and I haven't really had to go on diets most of my life cuz I've always been lean, skinny. Mm-hmm. Everybody used to call me Morton of Farm. When I was growing up, you know what that means, right? Yeah, you're dying of hunger. Dying of hunger. That's what we used to call friends who were like, looked like they were That's malnourished. My mom, my mom would say all the time, do more, uh, this more, more to the, the farm. farm, which means you're dying of hunger. Last and I am dying of hunger, but back then well, I didn't eat You don't want to hear what I ate last night, man. No, don't and tell you don't me. You don't want to hear it. Seafood tower for days, bro. Oh, man. What's the matter? Gras. With... I had the escargot, huh? You didn't do foie gras. Yes, we did. That's foie a gras. bunch of duck crap right there, yeah, bro. You know what they had to do to that poor goose or duck, whatever they used? I don't use? give a fuck. <laughs> Come on, man. I don't care. That's an outrage. You should, ap- you should apologize to everybody, including all of the Mighty Ducks, the Anaheim Ducks, the Disco Ducks, Donald all the duck, ducks Daffy out there. Duck. You, you, you ducks, ate Donald last night. What's that? What's the matter with you? Sorry, he ate Stormy the other night, so it doesn't matter. It's a problem. <laughs> Carl <laughs> apologizes. He's going to be a few minutes late. Um, he I hope he's not go... coughing during the... Uh, I know, he has got, to if go... he coughs, I'm out. I'm I think out. he has to... But the doctors are coming by, and he's okay. doing some tests. So we will have Carl, Carl Goldman on uh, in a couple of minutes, live from Omaha, Nebraska. He's in... He's actually still in a quarantine, yeah. but it's not the one that he initially was in. Where he said it looked like the Andromeda strain. Yeah, or oh. the or that beginning the the when when E. T. was finally captured and it was in the house and they had all the tubes and everybody in hazmat suits. But he That's did Luigi's say his living room on most nights. He did say that um, everybody was in hazmat suits originally. So. And Howard the Duck also. Right. You must have eaten Howard the Duck with the great Rick D's. You remember that song? I remember. Rick and a D's. little hoisin sauce. Hoisin. Hoi- all right, we got a lot of stuff today. But, you know, this show is not just about sports because you know the Flyers are playing great. You know that they are Sixers now. Sixers are playing like crap. The Sixers actually got a road win last night. Hey, mazel tov, Out man. there in Sacramento, plus 160. So if you were a gambling degenerate and you took a flyer on the Sixers, Al Horford actually made an appearance last night. There was an Al Horford sighting in Sacramento. Wow, and a positive one at that. Yeah, I mean, for a couple of minutes. You know, still not, the people still will complain about the money and the contract like people do all the time. What else is there? But, you know, what he put him in. And Brett Brown, once again, coached to lose and found a way to win because he got contributions from Tobias Harris and Al Horford and, a couple, and of course, Shake Milton. Little shake, good. baby. Shake, baby. Shake, baby. Shake, baby. They call the rump shaker. Anyway, we got all kinds of stuff today. We've got advice for married men. I'm going to let all Don't the cheat. married guys know. <laughs> no, married men, you can cheat. Yeah. The rules have changed, Luigi. Actually, Luigi... Has horrible anxiety. We've been talking about it forever. So he has a free pass, apparently, according to Bill Clinton. Yes, we will have a Bill Clinton says it's okay if you work and you're in a high anxiety situation. Right. That you can have sex with an intern under the desk if it's good enough to relieve anxiety. Yes. I want you to listen to me. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say this again. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Well, it depends on what your definition of what is got a text saying, no is. pass. You get no pass. <laughs> <laughs> no pass. But see, remember now, again, I'm, this isn't about politics, okay? It's just because this is a big story all over the place. Right. Because there's a Hulu documentary out. You have Hulu? I don't have Hulu. I, have I don't Netflix, have Hulu. I have either. Amazon Prime. I don't have Hulu. So Hulu's got a documentary right now 
with Hillary Clinton. <laughs> Chris, sorry, Chris F29 says, I have an opening under my desk if anybody's interested. I'm taking applications. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I, for one, am not encouraging, you know, people cheating. No, of course no. not. But Bill Clinton, in this documentary, he's on film, so it's not like some right-wing site. The Clintons have a Hulu documentary. Hillary Clinton, oh, by the way, was doing shots last night on that show, uh, Look What Happens Live. Oh, whatever. Off a long, yeah. So you know she's getting back in the race. There is absolutely no, if you had any doubts that Hillary Clinton wasn't trying. You really think she's going to creep herself back in? Well, look, look at the facts. She's on TV every day. Right. Now she's doing shots on late night television. Right. The Hulu documentary comes out right now when the whole Democratic convention stuff is getting crazy. They're trying to, and they got Joe Biden as the leader right now. Mm -hmm. And everybody's waiting for her to get back in. They've been waiting for three years. Right. Mm -hmm. And so last night she's doing shots on TV. Her husband in the documentary on film. This isn't like hearsay. Talks about how he, because he had high anxiety being the president of the United States. Right the most stress-filled job. That's why he had Monica come in, his intern, and uh, go onto the desk. Because if you know what I'm scratching. It exactly relieved right. his anxiety. The poor, poor man was so, he had so much pressure. And, and who hasn't? Let's be honest. You know, Who's had more pressure than me? Did I ever have an intern? I've had a lot of lovely interns. I never once said, I'm having a stressful day. It's been a long day. What say you uh, climb you, under the desk? How about right? you sleep over this hot mic? <laughs> and again, I'm not laughing at infidelity. Right, no. of course not. But the bottom line is, here's the best part of this. So the former president of the United States, who could be the first man now, remember, right. he would be the first ever first man because every president's been a male so far, so there's always a first lady. If Pete Buttigieg had won, mm-hmm. his partner would have been the first man, so there would have been two men in the White House. And again, I don't care. This is what this, I'm talking about facts here, not opinions. So now, if Hillary Clinton gets back in, which I believe she will now. You think she'll come back in running yeah, for because president they're or call, for vice president? No, for president, because I don't know how it's going to work, but somehow she, she wants to be president. I think so she's going to graciously come in once everybody comes to the no, realization No, they're going to have a broker Joe- convention. They're going to go to Milwaukee. And they're going to have a convention where, you know, if, depending on how Joe Biden does, who's the leader right now, and they're trying to bury Bernie. We can see that. They're all coming up with bad stuff about Bernie. And, again, I don't support any of these candidates. I don't care. Elizabeth Warren fans were coming out of me because I made a joke yesterday. I mean, these people are really, really triggered easily. Trevor from the 203 first, man. We're going to have a kegger on the lawn, though. Exactly right. So imagine now, just a mad picture of this. Hillary Clinton gets back in. And she wins. Bill Clinton gets to run loose in the White House again, even though he's a little older. Remember, the first lady, you know, she, so Bill Clinton will be putting up the Christmas trees in the White House. Here's Bill. You want me to break something else? (laughs) (laughs) You imagine Slick Willie running around that place all I got some cigars if Bill wants to get back in. I still have the cigars down here, Luigi. I need one. I'm in the mood, brother. You're not smoking in my house. Not in the house. I got some good ones here, man. I got and I got them all hermetically sealed Good. in their own place. So yeah, Bill we need Clinton, to put it, we need to actually give them away or put them in a yeah, give humidor. Me one, like you said, you would. you can have these. I need a humidor. Somebody stole my damn no, humidor. No, the humidor's upstairs. Let's get that damn humidor down here. Bill Clinton's got to eat. Bill He's getting horny eat. again, baby. Jesus, man. It's, so it's it's intern appreciation day. So for all you married guys going into the weekend, you have a stressful job. Just tell the wife, listen, 
the anxiety. If Bill Clinton, the president of the United States, who went through all of that stuff back then, I did not have sex, as you played the most famous Mm -hmm. soundbite, then he was impeached, but he was allowed to stay in office just like Trump was impeached and he's allowed to stay in office. I'm, 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 I'm not a political analyst. I don't right. work for either party. I don't make money pimping party politics. I'm telling you right now, people have been wondering about Hillary. And even if you're right, even if you're right that they say they need somebody to prop up Joe Biden and she agrees to be his vice presidential candidate, how, how much of a life insurance policy will Joe Biden's Dr. Jill wipe have to have if he's the president and she's the vice president? Hmm. So if you're an insurance agent right now, contact Dr. Jill Biden in Delaware (laughs) and make sure everything's all right. Anyway, enough about that. I just thought it was funny to to hear that because it's on video. I can't even do the math in my head about that, but we might have to do Speaking of math. Speaking of math. See that? You see how you see? That's a great transition, That is a beautiful transition, and we learned some new math yesterday that I love And you know me. Let me first preface this by saying I am the worst at math. You hear it every day. I acknowledge it every day, mm-hmm. don't I? Yes, I you do. say I suck at math. So I first come out and tell you I stink at math. I use my fingers and toes. And if I run out of fingers and toes, I'll use somebody else's. You suck, you jackass. I do suck at math, but at least I acknowledge that I suck right. at math. And the good thing about this show is if we try to do a math equation and we get it wrong, we self-medicate. And self-humiliate. And deprecate. And, and then things. the, and not defecation in here. No, though. No, this no, is no, in San Francisco. Yeah, we, Come on, We man. frown upon that. Defecation And so life. what happens? I make a mistake with basic math. One of us rips me. Right. Dean rips me. Everybody on the Twitch stream rips, you rips me. There and is that's much what you rippage do. going on. And yes. the, the thing about, the good thing about doing this show and having instant reaction mm-hmm. is that we can laugh about it. I'm not proud that I wasn't good at math, but I didn't have to be good at math. I didn't want to be a scientist when I was a kid. I didn't want to be a mathematician. I didn't want to be an astronaut. Not that there's anything wrong, but I didn't want to do a job where math was required as the basic fundamental. Although you would think when kids go to school, the basics of math are pretty simple. Yes. Even if you have a calculator. But we had something happen last night. And I still can't believe this actually happened. Now, again... I make math mistakes all the time. I'm not picking on somebody, but this is a big story today. Because last night at 11 o'clock on MSNBC, one of the great journalists of all time, this guy was going to be the NBC anchor, and then he got in trouble and he lied. They put him away for – they didn't put him in jail. They just told him to go away yeah. for a couple of months. He then hid, they brought him back. He Brian under Williams. a rock for a little Bri- bit. Brian Williams. Who the fuck You know who he guy? was. He was on NBC. He was the heir apparent to Tom Brokaw. Oh, now I know you're talking right? about. And, you know, great journalist, great – Respected newsman, you know, he lied about some stuff, and then they took him off the air, and then they put him back on late night. And this isn't about politics. This is about this happening. If it's just happened on any channel, because everybody's talking about this today. So you know how bad I am, right, at math. So it started. Good. It actually started. By the way, you good at math? Yes, I am. No, you're not. Every time I ask you to do a math question, I, you don't I, figure it out. I do simple math in my head pretty good. So here's how it starts. This is simple math. Yeah. This is let me explain the. This uh, is simple enough that even Tony caught this mistake. Let's see. This is why I'm going to call this the dunce of the day segment. Go, go for it. A woman named Makita Makita Rivas, who is a blue check mark person on Twitter. Okay. She's a writer for Glamour magazine, Refinery Twenty Nine, The Washington Post. So another respected journalist. She tweets out math, a basic math equation on. Michael Bloomberg, the billionaire who just got out of the race, 
and he spent $500 million okay. on ads that ran everywhere, every time. Okay. So, the, so this woman, who now is, by the way, mad because people are coming after her to explain that she made a mistake. And what happens when people make a mistake and they don't want to admit it? They always find, oh, but I, was, but I, I didn't really mean that. I, right. So anyway. I was only kidding. Yeah. Exactly. But she's mad at people who called her out. Now, I just want to, just as a side note, to preface this, Michael Bloomberg's, as of 2020, his net worth is $58.4 billion. But that's not important no, right now. Well, it's kind of, if you think about the implication of what she's saying. Not Ramon Rivas, the former Temple University big that's man. That's a as great freaking well, pull by you. Well, that but I would have gone when we always do that. But we Not have... Chevis Rigas. Oh, no, that's that Chevis Rigas. My single mom. Yes. Anyway, let's get back to this. So it starts with a tweet. And then, last night on MSNBC, Brian Williams, alongside Mara Gay, who is a, who's a part of the New York Times editorial board. So we're not talking about a couple of stoon odds yeah, right. sitting there we're and pe- trying to go to the calculator. We're, we're talking, talking about big-time yeah. media people. And people that supposedly went to college, you know. Allegedly. Allegedly. No, they did. Allegedly. They both went. And, and, and I'm not knocking the intelligence or the intellect of Mara Gay or Brian Williams, but we do this on the show all the time. Except when we do things and we don't ha- know how to figure out math, people rip us. They didn't. They went on and well, did it, this. Everybody makes mistakes. So we're not not – I mean – we Everybody are not. We're mocking. We're not right. knocking. But we're not. mocking. But we're mocking it, when you difference. make a mistake and then it gets compounded because somebody else gets in on the mistake and doesn't fact check. And then somebody else. I mean, it's not Remember, even about fact checking. They've I got know. producers out the yin yang at NBC. OK, <laughs> this isn't me and Robin where I come down here and, and try to put a show together, scanning the Internet, scouring the bowels of the Internet to find the best news available and stuff that people are talking about. This isn't a, this isn't a political story. This is a ba- basic math story. Yes, it is. Okay. Right? So here, and basic math is a problem for a lot of people, not just it's me. Dif- it's difficult for a lot and of so people. And so now, now, to picture this. So a woman tweets out that Michael Bloomberg, if he gave every person in America, say 327 million people, 327 million people. $1 million, that's, that's what he could have done if he had given every single person in right. America because he spent $1 million. Because everybody knows he spent over, or a little bit over $500 million And then there'd on, be money left over. Right. And then he would have enough money for lunch, is what she said. Now, some people, have, when you first hear that, you say, yeah, you know what? That's true. Let's go to the tape as they read the tweet. Now, remember, this is NBC News. There are producers who put this together. Brian Williams doesn't put a tweet up on the screen like Robin does when I say put the tweet up. Right. They've got people in control rooms. They've got producers. They've got directors. They've got editors. So they have to take the tweet, put it up on the screen, and then discuss the math. And this is how it went down last night. But you see it as a possibility if he wants to spend a billion bucks beating this guy, he could do it. Absolutely. Um, somebody tweeted recently that um, actually with the money he spent, he could have given every American a million dollars. got it. Let's put it up yeah. on the screen. It, when I read it uh, tonight on social media, it kind of all became clear. Bloomberg spent $500 million on ads, U.S. population $327 million. Uh, don't tell us if you're ahead of us on the math. He could have given each American $1 million and have had lunch money left over. It's an incredible way of putting it. It's an incredible way of putting it. It's true. It's disturbing. It does. It does suggest, you know, what we're talking about here, which is there is too much money in politics. Um, And it makes it difficult because what we want. 
Yes. But you see it. All right. So, now, so let's there just it is. break this Smoke down for a minute. Retarded. All right. Now, this is a really bright woman who writes on the New York Times editorial board. This isn't the South Philadelphia Review where they're talking about closing the metro. Yeah, this isn't the Philly metro where people leave it on the stained, uh, the urine-stained seats in the Broad Street subway every morning. But don't play that one yet. No, I'm not. And so even me or I, who has the absolute worst, I looked at it and I'm saying, wait a minute. Wait a second. Wait a minute, Mr. Postman. It doesn't work that way. Basically, you know how much that would cost if you gave every person in America $1 million? Would it be $327 million, Luigi? No, it would not. By any means, no. No, you're not even in, this, in, in the ballpark. But that's what somebody on Twitter said. Another yeah. journalist if you gave- said it, tweeted it out, and then you have two people on national television saying, yeah. No, we, I agree on and one thing. And then he would have money left over. And I agree with one thing. There's too much money in politics. Oh, but that's the only absolutely. way you can play that stupid game. You have to have people give you money, or you're so super rich that you spend your own money only to win American Samoa. You could have bought American Samoa. Right. But enough about Bloomberg. So I'm thinking, this is crazy. But you think it's just, just big-time journalists or politicians who are bad at math or radio talk show hosts? No. Let's take it to the streets right now. Because not only, not only are smart people and people who appear to be smart bad at math, let's go to the man on the street trying to figure out how much money he will need to use a parking meter. Let's go to the tape. Well, the sign says that it's four quarters for an hour, but a quarter only gets you 15 minutes. So if my math is correct, that's not an hour. That's not an hour. Well, the sign... Now, now listen to it again. The sign says... For an hour, but a quarter only gets you 15 minutes. So if my math is correct, that's not an hour. You got it now, Luigi? And the the woman interviewing him agrees, says that's not an hour. No, 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 she knows. Yes, she does. She laughs. Play it one more time. So if my math is correct... That's not an hour. That's not an hour. See? No, no, listen from the beginning. She's laughing at him. All right, okay, hang on. You're 15 minutes. So if my math is correct, that's not an hour. That's not an hour. Well, the sign says that... The sign says... Play it again and listen closely. Let's slow it down okay. for you, Rob. We need us to. We need. Right. We need us to slow it. I'm gonna play it right from the very, okay. very beginning. You can hear the laugh at the beginning, from somewhere else. That's not the reporter. I'm just saying. So play it again. I'm gonna and play listen it again closely. right from the beginning, from beginning to end. Well, the sign says that it's four quarters for an hour, but a quarter only gets you 15 minutes. Yeah. So if my math is correct. That's not an hour. That's not an hour. <laughs> See? See, she's not agreeing. She's like, that's not an hour. But so I think as a public service to all of us, not just news people, not just the guy trying to figure I'm out flabbergasted the right parking now, meter. You know how I figure out a parking meter? I put a quarter in and I see how much time it gives me. And then I look at my watch and I say, I don't have a watch. I look at Luigi's Apple watch. Right. And I say, no, that's not enough. How about another quarter? Right. Now, and some meters you put in a quarter and it gives you three six minutes. minutes. It is oh, very yeah. clear <laughs> it's not an hour that many, many people, including MSNBC, needs to go back to school. Let's go back to school. So I was thinking this morning, we need to learn. You know, there's common core math where basically kids are now being told, if you're close enough, that's good. Right, exactly. If four plus four is a nine, that's okay. That's close enough, son. You'll be okay. 
Let's get you in the NASA astronaut program right away. I know that when you deal with bunch and bunches, bunches of zeros, Mm -hmm. it starts to get a little confusing. Like the people I hang out with? Yeah. But it is actually pretty simple when you know how many zeros go into something. But before we continue, we have the definitive answer on how much money Michael Bloomberg would have to give to every single. And our good friend Dean. Who knows money, he knows math. His mind's on his money and his money's on his math. He did the calculation. You know how much 323 million, you know how much you would have to give 323 million people? If, if, if we had 327 million people right. and you gave every single one of them $1 million, that would come to. No, if you gave 327 million people the, the 500, if you just. No, no, forget no, the 500 forget that. Just type We're the 327. Oh, and, okay. and, and if here. we actually did give, or if Bloomberg actually ha- did give $1 million oh, to 327 yeah. million people, that, How much would, would, that be, be? I didn't do that math. It would be $327 trillion. Trillion dollars. Straight cash. Homie. I think he'd come up a little short. Yeah, but little the bit. point is, this is how much each person would get if Michael Bloomberg took his money, and gave every single American a certain amount of money. You know how much he, if he used, if he spent $327 million? You know how much each American would get? $1.53. Yay, Tony can do math. No, Dean did it. I gave Dean the credit. Oh, well, didn't you already do that ahead of time? No, are you kidding me? I can't do math. Are it's you serious? You couldn't figure that out? I didn't, I didn't have time. I was getting ready for the show. That won't even get you a hot dog, dude. One, that means every single American would get $1.53. Not even enough to buy a slice of no, pie in New York City. No, $1.53 is if he spent all of his $500 million. $1.50. If he, if he only gave, if, if it was the $327 million so that he still had some money left over, it would be $1. $1. And you can get a slice of pizza in New York I, I, before tax. Like, guys, Tony, we're in New York. You get a hot dog at IKEA for that, though. I, exactly. I think I think you need this. this we all need this. School Let as me, well. I'm admitting it. I'm admitting it. I'm not, I'm not sitting here saying I'm smarter than Brian Williams. My math is impeccable. My style is incredible. You remember that the whole thing that Michael the, the what was it Mike Tyson? My, yeah, my my my. my. My defense is impeccable. My, my offense is, is impregnable. I want to eat his children. He said, I, he said it's impregnable. Impregnable. <laughs> impregnable. Impregnable. My defenses are impregnable. But ladies and gentlemen, I think it's time on a Friday that we all sit back and just try to learn the basic fundamentals. Let's I don't go. expect you to know everything. I don't expect you to know about anything except, you know, where your money's coming from, taking care of your kids, paying your bills, putting it on the credit card and never paying your bills, the world we live in now. And Robin and I were thinking about one place and one place alone, Luigi. Best place to learn ever. Where was the best place for you growing up to learn math when you weren't going to school and you were skipping class to go out and get high? The track, baby. (laughs) No, not the track. (laughs) Although that's good. But I think you need to go to this school first before going to the track. Schoolhouse Rock. You remember Schoolhouse Rock? No. Oh, for God's sake. Are you serious? Let me give you one of these. Sesame Street's another one. Yeah. Kids learned. I went to the track. <laughs> I know you went to the track. Because they show you on the mutual window what an exacto with sworn and five would pay. I can figure out a Quinella at six. <laughs> <laughs> they put it up on the screen. You don't have to figure it out. No, I knew what it was going to be before it even came out. But you know, there's one bottle. Here's the one thing I want you all to remember today. There's only one number that really matters. You know Especially that? in this particular <gasps> case. You only need to learn one number. 
to figure out any of this stuff. Zero? You got it right, my friend. Let's go to the tape. But let me tell you about my favorite hero. Yep. I remember this. Such a funny little hero, but pay attention, pay attention. It's not this We counted on our fingers and toes. Now you're here to stay. And nobody really knows how wonderful you are. Why we could never reach a star without you, Zero, my hero. How wonderful you are. What's so wonderful about a zero? It's nothing, isn't it? Sure, it represents One is the loneliest number. Shh. Replace a zero after one. What do you got? Got yourself a ten. Yep. See how important that is. When you run out of digits, you can start all over again. See how convenient that is. That's why with only ten digits, including zero, you can count as high as you could ever go. So, Brian Williams, and what's her name? Rivas? No. The New York Times editorial board member was Mara Gay, M-A-R-A-G-A-Y. This goes out to MSNBC, Brian Williams, and everybody that's on the staff working on that show. Robin, listen, the cavemen didn't know, right? Remember, there's only 10 digits that matter. Correct. Zero through 10. And the multiplier is zero. You got a one, you put a zero next to it, you get a 10. And then you keep going. If the speed limit says six, and you put a zero next to it, it's 60. Correct. You place two zeros on five on a five-pound barbell, you got 250s, which is a 100-pound barbell. See, and you just keep going. You keep going. And going. And going. And going. And going. Ad infinitum. To infinity and beyond also. (laughs) (laughs) Infinity and beyond. There you have it, folks. A big finish there. Zero, we love you. Schoolhouse rock. I know it. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's spelling. That's a different show. Because we all suck. The good thing about spelling is we have spell check now. Yeah. But if you make a math error... There's no little underline that comes under exactly. it. Exactly. Right? It just Why don't they have dope. math check? Why don't they have math check when we're trying to figure out our tax? Because your phone would explode. That's why. <laughs> Seriously, I'm going to invent math check for drug dealers. I'm going to get an app made. I think the drug dealers already have. They already know what the <laughs> Those grand Those guys are like is. mathematicians, man. Now, you, seen? They know, just... you know, these guys can't even, like, count to 10, but they can tell you how many Ounces, grams. grams. Is, yeah, how many grams are in a, in a pound, an ounce. I just want to point out something for those of you who really don't understand this. The by the way, before zeros, you do that, Robin, I need somebody right now to calculate if Michael Bloomberg gave 327 million people $1 million, which is the original equation, how much would he have had to give out the exact retail I told you. price? I told you. What, it is that was the exact number? $327 trillion. $327 trillion? trillion. Isn't that what Bernie's uh, Medicare for All is going to cost? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> okay, let me okay. explain. I this is this is this is very simple zero math. So one million dollars has six zeros, right? What the hell? One billion on has on nine. That? Trillion has twelve. So one million dollars to everybody would be one trillion or 
Yeah, but how much? Like, wait a minute. So right, but how much for one rib? <laughs> how much for and one? And what do I get rib? for oh, ten dollars right. from Mike Bloomberg? What do we get for ten dollars? What do I get? <laughs> Good lord! So you're wrong again. So you didn't explain. I want the actual real number. Yes, We're sitting here bragging Tony, and telling people how to do math. You have to just multiply it by one. I know. How do you know? Is it so? It's three hundred and twenty-seven trillion dollars. Are yes. you sure? Yes. There's no. There would be no. It's. It's going to be three hundred and twenty-seven something. I believe I it's trillion. Well, that's not an answer. I know. We're supposed to give people the answer here. That's not my job to figure it out. I suck at math. One, two, three, four, five, six, times one. One, two, three, four, five, six. Okay. That's 327, and it's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, no, 10, No, this 11. is how you do oh, it. Oh, 12 zero. Excuse me. It is one more than that. So it's it 327 is 327 times 1. It is 15 zeros. No. 327 million times 1 is 327 million. 327 million times a million is 327 quadrillion. I'm sorry. I was off by See, three well, zeros. Well, you can't do that on the yes, show. you're right. This is a show about facts. God almighty. So what's the actual retail price? 327 quadrillion. It is 15 zeros. How is, that's called quadrillion? Yes, it is. So right we, are, are, we, are we mad at billionaires, millionaires, and quadrillionaires, and then uh, sextillionaires? Lifestyles are the richest fuck. <laughs> yeah, Sex, seriously. Sextillionaires. Goes, I love those. I saw them the other night FYI, down at the TLA. Hey, this brings me back man. to my point from very beginning that t- as of today, even after the $500 million was spent, uh, Bloomberg's <laughs> net worth is $54 billion. And if you look up at billion, that's, that's nowhere near the quadrillion, even one quadrillion mark. Exactly. Now, the interesting thing is, you know how I used to know what billions were? I would just go to McDonald's. Remember when they would say one billion one sold? One billion over billion They served. would change. And then and now it's like they can't count anymore. Over a billion sold. It's got to be sexzillions sold by now. Got to be. And there's been a lot of sex in the McDonald's restroom. Everybody talks about Burger King. Why don't anybody See, ever I talk about right getting busy? I was the first time around. No, no, no. No, 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 no. I am not. You No, you guys. I'm, I did it on a calculator just to make sure. 327 million. So 327 with six zeros behind it. See, then you people are now the, ripping you, Robin. I know, because but they're you're wrong. Ta- talking like you know and you gave the I correct do. answer and you were wrong again. No, I, I gave Jenny the answer. No, Robin's not wrong. She's I'm right. not. I'm, I'm correct. This is correct. If you take a calculator out, folks, I was wrong the first time I had three less zeros on it. I said trillion and it should have been quadrillion. I am correct in saying that if he gave a million dollars to every single person on the United in the United States at 327, at rounding million, it out, rounding it out, it would be 327 quadrillion dollars that he would have had to have spent to do that. Period. I don't know any quadrillionaires. Do you? No, they don't exist. I know the uh, what were the other ones? The uh, I know dollar air. Burton Gas. Take no, it. what's the rap group that the Tribe Called Quest? No, there were, had zillionaire in there. They had they were heirs. Oh. um... Cash Money Millionaires. Cash Money Millionaires. Yeah. That's right. Birdman, Lil Weezy. That's great knowledge right there. But they're only millionaires, man. Yeah, it's only millionaires. That's chump change nowadays. We need quadzillionaires. God, We man. need Godzilla heirs. Godzilla heirs. <laughs> oh, no, Godzilla. Now, I gave her a couple of those. And but so, Robin, right. we finally got it right. No, but people are saying trillions. I know, but they're wrong because I oh just my said, oh, my oh, my God. Oh, my God. Hell can we move on, please? This just shows you how Robin people suck. Right. People suck at math. 
I'm even doing this on the. Okay, let me put the calculator up. Calculator. <laughs> Good Lord, have mercy. Okay, so one. This is happening right now. This is really one happening. million is one, two, three, four, five, six. Everybody agree that that is one million dollars. Yes. yes. Okay, then you times it times three hundred and twenty-seven. There's insanity in the control. One, room two, three, four, five, six. Everybody agree that that is three hundred twenty-seven million people. Yes. All right. Then we. Oops. All right, now this is getting absolutely. Why did it not just do multiply? It's twelve zeros and three extra spaces. Oh my it's god. It's fifteen. It's it's three hundred twenty-seven and then fifteen zeros. Well, AJ AJ's calling right now on my cell phone. Doesn't he know the call-in line right now? 15 zeros okay. <laughs> is quadrillion. See 15 zeros right there? Boom. Shakalaka. It's a effing trillion, Robin. How about a non-nillion tone? The 30 zeros behind How about this? Wood. What about now? Picture this. What happens if you had that all in like quarters and you took it to one of those coin machines in the supermarket right. and started putting it in there? How long would it take you? For that machine to go through and count the amount of money that Michael Bloomberg pissed away running for president for a couple of weeks. Oh. Let's go to the phones. I have live audio for that machine. I, I have that Quest R machine right now. Let's go. Hey, shut the fuck up. You know what the worst thing about those coin star machines? You know what sucks is you lose 10.2%. I know. When you think they're counting it for free? Still, man. That's a, that's a hell of a loss. The best part, the worst part is the coin star machine in most supermarkets. Mm-hmm. Is there and then right behind it? You know what's right behind it? <laughs> the Pennsylvania the lo- lottery. lottery. The lottery ticket machines yep, are right at, there. At product placement, my brother. That is brilliant marketing right now. Beautiful. Keep on scratching. <laughs> <laughs> People are ripping law, y'all, Robin. It's twelve but zero for Christ's sake, no, Robin. Robin is right. Robin is right. Not Robin right. Not Robin right now. Who is Robin Wright married to? Uh, Mrs. Wrong? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea, my friend. All right, enough about that. I thought it was funny because that's the problem in America. People are stupid. Basic. I get big. This is basic math. Now right. We're not talking about, you know, uh, fractions. And, you know, when you see Calculus. the Einstein theory of relativity right. and people up on the, on the boards, on the chalkboards. This is an MIT classroom. Exactly. Right. If everyone had one million dollars, we would need six hundred and fifty-four million chicks for everyone to do two at the same time. Now that's, that's taking it to the next level. Yeah, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly right. Uh, anyway, is AJ there? AJ in San Antonio? No. Oh, it's Carl. Okay, we're done with the math for now. My head's going to explode. Yes. I hate math. Basic math is fine. Talking about zillions and billions and zillions of dollars. But the big story, of course, one of the big stories affecting everybody, because everybody's thinking about this, and there's so much information coming out from different people, many of those have, who have no idea what they're talking about, but even the elected officials and politicians telling you, to wash your hands, don't touch your face, even they're being mocked right now because they're touching their face. But there's a gentleman who actually has coronavirus, and he's still tested positive, and he's from, uh, he's from the West Coast, but he's actually a broadcasting guy. He's been in the media business for a long, long time, owns a radio station in Santa Clarita. And he was on the Diamond Princess cruise ship 
The first one where there were a bunch of people where they determined that the coronavirus was on there and it spread because there are a lot of people in close quarters. And Carl Goldman joins us right now. He is in Omaha, Nebraska, inside the quarantine facility, which is supposedly one of the best-equipped facilities in the country because they took him there from California. And Carl joins us now uh, from Omaha. Carl, how are you today, sir? I'm actually doing great, guys. I wish I was in the studio with you, but I know you guys don't want me there at the moment. I'm still <laughs> contagious with the virus, tested positive, but no more symptoms. So I've been healthy other than I still have a, a slight dry cough, which seems to go for, with the virus for a lot of people. But, but no fever. I've been fever-free since the day after I got here to Omaha. And um, as you said, I'm probably in the best facility I could be anywhere in the world. So take us back. You're on the cruise ship. You're obviously an Eagles fan because I've seen video of you and a couple of your family members wearing Philadelphia Eagles helmets. So what's your connection to the Eagles, first off, when you're going on the cruise and wearing that hat? Yeah, and I still have the hat on right now as I speak to you. I'm a a total Eagles fan. I have been friends with uh, Jeffrey Lurie since college days. We've remained close. And uh, when he bought the team in 94, I switched allegiance from the Los Angeles Rams to the Philadelphia Eagles. I've been to both Super Bowls, and I get to Philadelphia at least once a year to get to one of the games. So you go on this cruise, which a lot of people do in the wintertime, and it was a cruise that, that, where did it start? Did it start on the West Coast and go to Asia? Where was the cruise ship headed? Yeah, the cruise actually started in Japan. It was a Southeast Asia cruise. I bought it as a gift for my wife for Christmas and for her birthday. We flew with another couple friends of ours from Los Angeles to Tokyo on January 17th. And then we boarded the Diamond Princess on January 20th. And back then, there was China was still suppressing all their information about corona. So when we left, there was no real news here in the States about the coronavirus. You would have to dig deep down Google to find something. When we got to Japan, we spent a couple days in Tokyo, and about a third of the people in Japan, in Tokyo, had masks on in the streets. So I thought, that's a little weird. And then I did some looking on the Internet, and then, of course, started paying attention to the coronavirus as, as the news media and as, the, as it started spreading outside of China. We did a fifth, the cruise was 16 days through Southeast Asia. We had a wonderful time. On the 15th day, after we had already packed our bags to leave, we were coming back to Yokohama and then flying on to Los Angeles. We were told that a passenger who had gotten off the ship in Hong Kong had come down with the virus four days later. We were going to rush back to Yokohama Harbor and uh, work with Japanese officials, health officials, and then probably be delayed 24 hours. Japanese officials came on board late that night when we arrived. They ended up taking everybody's temperature. Uh, our ship had, counting crew and passengers, well over north of 3,500 people. So that was a long process. Some, a number of people had fevers, and so they took those samples. They did the full test of, for the corona and took those samples back to a lab in Tokyo. After the first day we were there of of quarantine on the boat, and we had full use of the boat that first day, we woke up the next morning with an announcement that we were now going to be quarantined for 14 days, 
stuck in our cabins, not allowed to leave our cabins for the next 14 days. So now you're in the cabin on the ship, and this had already docked, right? Or was it still out at sea? We were not allowed to dock on day one. We were actually out in the harbor fairly close to the dock, but not, not, not docked, kind of like what's going on in San Francisco right now. So we were out in the, in the we were probably a half a mile off, off the coast there, anchored in, and uh, officials were coming back and forth on boats to, to us. The second day, they moved us to the harbor, and they had cleared an entire dock area that was now sealed off. There were, uh, we had a balcony, so we were able to watch this over the course of the next 12 days. We ended up staying 12 days of the 14 days there. So we were watching dozens and dozens of ambulances, military trucks, folks in hazmat suits. The other side, the media was roped off. There was media out there on boats, media with, um, with helicopters. So it was like a scene out of the Andromeda strain. Each day, the numbers of people who picked up the virus kept increasing. As I'm talking right now, that number's 705. I mean, 705 of, us, of that 3,500 ended up testing positive for the virus, and I believe that number is not final yet because people are still getting this. Um, and, of course, we've now had at least six deaths from, from the ship, and there may have been some more now. Uh, now, so coincidentally, Carl, I'm sorry, let me, I want to jump mm-hmm. forward because your wife was on the ship. She did not test positive, correct? And so she was allowed to leave, and I know there was a lot of anger. People were mad at you and calling the radio station and threatening your family, right? Yeah, it was a bad situation. My wife and I, after about day two in the cabin, we decided to go public with this. We obviously have a platform owning the radio station and and a top website in our area in our valley of 300,000 people. So we chose to go public with it, and that really exposed us to some craziness out there. She had to come back to to Omaha with me here. She was quarantined here for 14 days separately from me and um, was able to head home on Monday. But it's been a a bad situation. 99% of the people are wonderful, but it's that 1% out there that have made threats. Uh, we've had to get local authorities into the mix. Mark Jorgensen, who was on the trip, has is, uh, been convalescing in a hospital in Salt Lake City. He was getting threats, and they had to bring, bring people in. The poor kid, uh, one of our part-time employees, has a full-time job. He had stayed at our house to watch our dogs the entire time. He was a trooper on Tuesday he went into work. My wife got back Monday night. He swung by the house to give her some things on Tuesday, told the owner of the company he works for that he had been watching our, our house, and Jerry was now back, and the owner fired him on the spot because he had been exposed to my wife, who was negative. That's how crazy this has gotten. So your wife is negative, and she's back home in Santa Clarita, or is she still there with you in that facility in Omaha? No, she's back in Santa Clarita. So she went back. She got back Monday and has been, is back at work, but she can't go anywhere. She, she tried to get her nails done the other day, and the owner of the nail salon said, absolutely not, you can't come in. So she's, she's now going into work, working, and then going home. She's 
not going to go to a grocery store, go nowhere. And that's without the virus. So I recognize we talked about this the other day and said, hey, when I get back, it's going to be like the Salem witch trials from the 1600s. So I decided I would stay at home for an additional 14 days, not even go into work and still work virtually as I've been from here and give everybody a chance to chill a bit. Now, here's the interesting thing. You mentioned your wife's negative, and I saw you the other night on an interview where you talked about you were in this big lab, in this big facility in Omaha, in the same building you are now, in the Andromeda Strain set, and then they eventually determined that you were safe enough to move into a smaller, sort of like a hotel room-sized room where they monitor you, but you get up, move around, but you're in that building, and they test you every single day, right? And you have to have three consecutive days of negative tests before they determine that the virus is no longer in you? That's correct. So I was tested last on Wednesday. Got the, They have a lab right here on the premises, so we get the test results about four or five hours later. Wednesday, I was still positive. This morning, they tested me, so tonight I'll get the results of that. And I kid around because they, this is so high-tech here, but they bring the results on a Post-it note, and uh, as being high-tech as, tech as it is, I'm just laughing over the post-it notes, which I've been saving and treasuring. So my fingers are crossed that today's post-it note will be negative. So that and would be... Yes, you're right at, Carl, ahead, Carl, this is Robin here. So so that would be post-it number two saying that you're negative, right? No, you, no. this morning you were still positive. Right. As of, okay. as of right now, I'm still positive. Until I get these results, I won't know that I'm negative. And the way they do the test, Robin, is they stick a swab deep up your each nostril for five seconds and then one deep down the throat. So it's not a fun process. All three of those have to come out negative three days in a row. So it's really nine tests. In addition, they, they set up this. You, you mentioned the high tech. If I could be anywhere in the world, I am so fortunate to be here in Omaha. They, when 9-11 hit, they had... Um, an anthrax scare right after that. So the CDC and the government set up three biocontainment centers, with this one in Omaha being the anchor. They have one in New York and one in Atlanta. They never used it for anthrax. They, they used it 15 years later for Ebola for the first time, and they here they had three Ebola patients when the Ebola crisis hit out here in, in Omaha. And then I was patient number two in that biocontainment center. So I was in that center for 10 days, hooked up to monitors, two TV cameras on me. No one walked in unless they were wearing full hazmat outfits. And um, I, as you said, I really felt like I was in the middle of a movie, the Andromeda strain. Wow. Now, I have one more question because there's a lot of it. I mean, there's so many, so many people that are afraid. The way that this is going around on the news media cycle where, you know, it's like pandemic, everybody, and it, they're making it, making people fear like, oh, my God, everybody's going to die. You had the corona. You actually got he sick. He still has it, and he, I know. but he's healthy, right? But, and right. you've been surviving you, for weeks. You got sick. Tell us the when you first had symptoms and the worst you were, what did it feel like? Sure. And I say this to everyone that if I wasn't contagious, I would have been at work 24 hours later. So... For me, and what seems to be with most people, and, and the, the reality is 98% of the 
of the people getting this are getting it with symptoms similar to mine, where it's like a minor cold. It's the 2% who are elderly or have a pre-existing condition, mostly attached to the lungs that, that are dying at this point. And also, young kids, very few young kids are getting this. So for me, I, what happened is I got on the plane to come back from Yokohama to the States in a 747 military cargo plane, fell asleep because it had been an all-nighter to get onto the plane, woke up and, and feeling fine. We woke up two hours later with 103-plus fever. So it had shot up very, very quickly, which was similar to what our friend Jerry Jorgensen had. My wife, my wife who's also named Jerry, looked at me, saw I was flush. We didn't have any stewardesses or anyone on the plane other than a pilot, a co-pilot, and three military personnel dressed in hazmat suits, a doctor and two members of his medical team. They took my temperature and threw me into a quarantine area they had set up on the plane where there were already eight others in there. I buckled my seatbelt and instantly fell asleep and didn't wake up till eight hours later when we landed at Travis Air Force Base. But during that time, I didn't have any of the traditional things that you get with a cold. So there was no sore throat, never had a sore throat, never had stuffy nose, never sneezed, didn't get body aches during that high fever, didn't have chills or heavy-duty sweating during that fever. I was obviously, by the time I got to Omaha, fatigued, but that fatigue was probably a cocktail of the virus, the, having been up all night, and also just the time change and what you get with jet lag going from Tokyo to Omaha. We're talking with Carl Goldman, who was on the Diamond Princess cruise ship and is now still in quarantine. So we see you in your bed. You post pictures all the time. You do a lot of social media, which is great. And I, I, I wanted to talk to someone like you because you are experiencing the virus. You obviously are, you're obviously not in a situation where they think you're going to die as a result of this, right? Because you're almost ready to go home once they get the negative tests. And you're going to go right home, and, and, and you feel good enough to get up and go out of there if they say three to the next consecutive days that you're clear, you don't have the virus, will you feel confident enough to go back home to Santa Clarita? Absolutely. First of all, physically, there's no, no question I can do that. I'm, I'm ready to do it. And as I said, I would have been at work the next day if I wasn't contagious. So, and that was, that was uh, back on February 17th when I first got here. So I've been totally fine other than I still have a, a little bit of the dry cough left, left that gets better every day, which is my M.O. when I usually have a cold or flu, it goes into my, my chest. So, yes, I'd be there. The CDC is assuring that I would no longer be contagious after all those tests. And uh, the only thing is we've been getting, when we expose ourselves out there publicly, 99% of the people have been wonderful, but we've been getting some hate uh, and we've been getting threats and some hate out there, and also people are now so freaked. So, and, and my wife is experiencing that right now as she she's working back at our radio station. She isn't able to get her nails done and not able to do things because people are afraid, even though she's negative. So when I get back there, who knows what they're going to, how they're going to react. So I've decided I'm going to just chill and work out of the house for 14 
additional days once I get back there. Well, I mean, that's the problem with all this misinformation that's out there, and people are freaking out because of what the news media is making things out to be rather than giving people just facts. They're really trying to hype this up, and they're scaring people to death, and it's never right to to do death threats. I mean, that's insane, but... Um, but we want the correct information to be out there. I do have a question regarding your wife, though. Did she ever have any symptoms? I know that she tested positive at one point for carrying the virus, right? But she never actually... No, she, she never, never tested she never, so she, so she she never, negative. So she never got it at all. She never got it. That's what's so weird about this virus. So the four of us, that's what's a little confusing. There are two Jerry's in this story. My wife and our close friend are both named Jerry. My, our close friend, Jerry Jorgensen was the first to test positive. She went to a hospital in Fukushima, Japan. My wife has never gotten the virus but had to still do the quarantine. So she had to come here with me to Omaha, stay where in the same facility that I'm in now uh, in separate quarters and uh, this lower level of care, and then was released on Monday after she had to complete her 14 days and still also test negative two days in a row in order to um, be released. Now, one, one last thing. Let me, let me get to the bulk of the matter because I don't want to hold you much longer. You're talking. I want you to tell the people out there listening. I'm not tell, we're not telling people, don't worry about it. You may, you're never going to get it. But you had it. You still have it. And you are in the process of recovery. There's a lot of people in that same facility, and we keep hearing people mocking the tests, and there's not enough test kits to, 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 to test the entire country. We don't need enough test kits to test the entire country because it's not affecting the entire country. The other ship that I read in San Francisco, I saw Gavin Newsom, the governor of California, saying they're flying the test kits out to that ship, which is still out at sea in the harbor, not docking, and they're testing people there, sending it to Richmond, California, where they actually get the results of the test and then send it right back. So that sounds to me like when they know where there's an area where a lot of people and the possibility of spreading the virus is very high, especially on a cruise ship, that they know they have a grip on this and they're paying attention. Do you believe we have enough test kits, and particularly on these two cruise ship situations, where these people are being tested and we know for a fact that they do not have the coronavirus? Well, here, yes, there are enough test, ship, test kits. I'm not clear. I would imagine there are enough for the ship there. We don't have enough test kits for the entire country, as you said, and they're scrambling now to uh, get test kits created as quickly as possible. But the advice I give everyone and would like to share with your listeners is don't freak out with this. Just be smart. Follow the instructions everyone's saying about washing your hands a lot. Don't touch your eyes and your face. But more importantly, get a good digital thermometer at your home because that is going to be the greatest comfort tool because 99% of the people I know who have gotten the virus, and I've communicated with a lot, they are getting that same symptom of the spiked fever very, very quickly. So there's no need to freak out with a little sneeze or sniffle or a cough. Just grab the thermometer, and if you don't have a fever then the odds are really, really good that you don't have the virus. Well, and I've had the, I've had the flu before where my fever spiked up to 103, and, you know, I felt like crap for three days and uh, stayed in bed, had a horrible headache, um, tried to keep fluids down, and that was, you know, but I survived. And it sounds like, for the most part, 
that's about the worst it's going to get for people. There are going to be those people that are immunocompromised who might get worse, just like if they had the regular flu, they might get worse. So this is really no different um, other than the way it spreads and how long it stays in your body. Exactly. And the way it spreads is what's creating the part of the epidemic that we're seeing through in other places in the world and what we saw on the Diamond Princess because apparently the uh, virus germs can live on a surface for two, three, four hours. So I could have been walking down a staircase and touched a railing that, that uh, the guy who we call Ground Zero, the one who had the virus, picked up the virus that way with no contact with him and vice versa. I could have had the virus and been touching surfaces and someone else picked it up without any contact with me. So the final thing is you know for a fact and the people who are in that facility with you who came from the Diamond Princess cruise ship have all been taken care of, and so they have been prevented from spreading the coronavirus elsewhere because of this quarantine situation. Do you feel that all the people who are on the ship with you who tested positive are in a position where they're going to be all eventually cleared and feel good about it? I know you said there's some deaths on there, but those are probably immunocompromised people. Even without a, a vaccine, do you believe that those people will be okay for the most part, all of the people who are on that cruise ship for you. Absolutely. And I see it here. Here we're in close contact with the 15 who came here. Uh, we do a town hall meeting at 3 o'clock every day, so we're all on the phone with each other and CDC officials, nurses, doctors, psychologists here to, to work with us. And, and um, all of them, we're now down to eight of us are left. Seven. So seven have left the facility already. Two of those, with my wife being one of those two, never got the virus. Thirteen of us have had it, and um, we're now down to eight. So five who had the virus have already left here and are back home and no longer contagious. So now we're down to the final eight. I kid around. It's like the old nursery rhyme, Ten Little Indians. But I, that wouldn't be politically correct to talk about that right now. So. Well, especially with Elizabeth Warren. Can, with Elizabeth change, Warren being yeah, out of the yeah. running now, I mean, yeah, you can't say that. Well, you can Come change on, it Carl. to monkeys. I think the uh, politically correct <laughs> book now is Ten Little Monkeys Jumping on the Bed. <laughs> there we go. Maybe Ten Little Na Native Americans just doesn't have quite the, yeah. the rhyme to it. I, yeah. have, I have one last question, because um, there are some viruses that uh, when you catch it, there is a part of it that stays in your body for the rest of your life. Um, sometimes it'll cause flare-ups like herpes or something like that. Other viruses, once you catch it and your body gets rid of it, you are then immune from it for the rest of your life. What are they telling you about this one? This is still a lot of that's really unknown, Rob, and they're trying to figure that out. They assure us that there will be many, many, many months where we will not get the virus. we built up an immunity to it once we're released. But they don't know if that's going to be six months, six years, or our entire lifetime. So they're continuing to do tests. They're doing two clinical studies here in Omaha right now. One is with an experimental drug, and they did, they're doing that on one patient. I volunteered for the studies and didn't qualify for that because I was too healthy. So I'm doing a study that is not going to help me here, but hopefully will continue to provide clues for everybody out there. So I'm getting additional tests. I'm doing blood tests. I get, in addition to the swabs up my nostrils and down my throat, I get two 
uh, three different bonuses, one under each eyelid for five seconds, and then one up my rear end. Yeah. I'm taking one for the yeah. I'm taking one for the team here. I know that um, feeling, Carl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, Carl, we really, really appreciate your time today, and I know you're sitting there in that facility and waiting for the three consecutive uh, negative tests so you can go back home. But there'll still be a lot of people, unfortunately, because of the ignorance and the fact that people don't understand. And we're learning a lot too. I'm not going to knock everybody who's concerned. Because if you're in a situation where you're around people that you know have the coronavirus, you have to be concerned. And that's how it spreads. And so we wish you well. We really, really appreciate you coming on. And hopefully we'll talk to you again when you're out and home and everything's back to normal for you and your family and the folks in that the Santa Clarita area. And anybody else that's listening in that happens to live close to where Carl and his wife live. Near Magic Mountain yeah, up there, near right? Yeah, Magic Mountain up there. Yeah. They're, you're, they're not going to, like, they're doing everything in their power so that they don't spread anything. So, for God's sake, stop harassing them. Exactly. Hey, guys, I hope I see you in Tampa for Super Bowl 2021. And uh, we'll be cheering for the Eagles and just keeping our fingers crossed that the refs aren't going to be in hazmat suits. Exactly right. Well, if the Eagles are in hazmat suits, uh, you know, at least I know they'll be safe on the field. When Carson Wentz is leading the birds to the bowl and winning the whole thing. Luigi's yeah, not saying much. Right. You know? I mean, we're having fun here. Here's a man I, who has a sense well, of my humor. Well, my mic was off for a little while. Yeah, um, I, he's got the coronavirus, and he's t- having fun talking about the Super Bowl in Tampa, which, we will, which will be there. my 32nd, Carl. This will, Tampa, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to meeting you there. And when we go to Tampa, now, will you go if the Eagles aren't in it, or you only go on the Eagles' hour? Oh. No, I'm only going to go. I'm I'm only going to go if the Eagles are in it. Not if the Eagles are in it. When the Eagles are in it. Ladies and gentlemen, that's the kind of positive energy you love on this show. Carl Goldman, God bless you, sir. And Get well soon. Jason two thousand on Twitch is saying thanks for being a pincushion for us all, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> all right, thank you. You take care. Take Bye. care. There he is, Bye. Carl Goldman out there. Sheesh. In Omaha. 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 I wonder if Peyton Manning stopped by and started screaming, Omaha! Omaha! I saw that that word meant something the other day, not just because it's the name of a town in Nebraska. And a very famous It's beach. an important word. No, I know Omaha that Beach. Was, that was awesome. That was awesome. That is awesome. That's, that's what we try to do on this show. We can sit there and say, go out and buy all the Purell, go in line, take I a... S- I spent that whole segment quarantined by myself. Yeah, I, I, he I, was actually, Luigi was actually holding his shirt over I his mouth. I have to show you. I kind of want to get sick. It can't be transmitted through a radio wave, so I don't know. There's Maybe a first can't. for everything, Tony. <laughs> first for everything. You have a better chance. I tweeted this a couple of days ago, and now everybody's tweeting it. You have a better chance of being shot dead, walking to pick up your kids at school in Philadelphia than you do of getting the coronavirus. That's right. the odds. This was this was Luigi. <laughs> yeah, oh, you got a picture of him? <laughs> I, I got a picture. I have to. I hate to do it to you, man. While Carl There's was a on man the sitting in this, a hospital room. This is He's sick as hell. I don't want to catch it. This is called overreacting right here. No, that's called this, shtick, and it was funny. <laughs> it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> I know about getting probed in the uh, in the in the rectum. They're nearly wrecked me. Damn near wrecked me. Damn near wrecked him. <laughs> exactly. Wow, so that's good. I, I I love doing these kinds of. The good thing about doing this format is that you know we can't do. We don't have five minutes. Say, hey, we yeah. got to go. We're up against it. Right. We can spend time so people can hear and understand. And who who better to talk to than somebody who has the coronavirus? Right. 
This was a question that we should have asked, damn it. Clarky Bob said, what has this poor dude been doing to pass the time? Radio interviews and TV interviews. <laughs> exactly. I saw him on TV the yeah. other night. That's yeah. how we found out sky, about it. Yeah, Funny thing is, he's sick of it now. Oh! <laughs> then I'm tired of this bullshit. Get me out of here. Get out, I got to get out <laughs> of here. I got to get my ass swapped. We have the tape when they finally give him that third consecutive yeah, exactly. negative <laughs> test. What is he going to say? And here's Carl. I got to get out of here. I think I'm going to lose it. <laughs> <laughs> this fucking guy, man. Unbelievable. You got a better chance of getting a refund from the Philadelphia Parking Authority than getting the coronavirus. Oh, That's man. Jack in the back. That's good knowledge right there. I Luigi. met the man last well, night. Well, Burton Gas says. Jack in the back? Well, the guy who runs the parking authority. What? what? You did? did you tell that some <laughs> no, bitch not to come down to my neighborhood? Did you, say, did you, no, say, did you say, do you, you know man. who I work with? I didn't say a damn <laughs> You know who I am. <laughs> I wanted to hang out. I didn't want to hang out. I'm sure he's a good guy, a nice person. Yeah. He just needs to get his people. Now Scott they do- Petri, man. I, Scott Petri? Yeah, Did he have a Petri dish, or is it Petri or Petri? Petri. Yeah, he's a big guy, man. He's is small. it Petri like or six, Petri? seven, dude. He's huge. And Burton Gus brings up something that would just absolutely true. see him when he comes true. down the street. It's yeah. easier to see. Yeah, he's got his <laughs> ticket ready for you already. <laughs> Burton Gus says, what's sad is the mainstream media would never do an interview like this because it's not inflammatory. It doesn't, like, rile people up. I think legitimate. I think reasonable Legit- but most, people would want to know. But that's a sad thing. Most media right now is not... that. They're not about calming people down. They're about getting people riled no, up. No, they're right. about taking information, which is very little. And then I was watching the CBS Evening News with Laura, whatever her name is, O'Donnell, who the latest, the 15,000th uh, anchor that they have on there on the CBS Evening News. Right. What's, what's her name? I don't even know. Wow. She did one of the the, the, uh, the stupid debates. You got breaking news. Topics, out top story. Coronavirus is running wild. And so people sit down at 6.30 and watch yeah. the news, those who very few people who still do, and that's the thing you see. Oh, my God. Out. Let's go out to a cruise ship and see everybody's dying. And here's the thing. They only talk about the couple of people who have died. Now, I'm not saying that that's not horrible. Of course not. It's very sad. But, again, they were immunocompromised already. Those are the kind of people who would have issues and possibly deaths if they caught the flu. They would. It would, leads to pneumonia. Those are the same types of people that it would happen with the regular flu virus. So it's not any different. Wait, we have breaking news right now. We have breaking news in the NFL, Tony. We have NFL breaking news. Who has the coronavirus? The charges. The San Diego, Los Angeles, uh, Carson Chargers. Yes. And running back Austin Eckler have reached an agreement on a four-year deal worth $24.5 million, $15 million guaranteed. Was he a free agent? No, but that means happy trails, Melvin Gordon. The Melvin Gordon era in L.A. is over. We would $24 like to million, dollars, so how many people <laughs> could pay? <laughs> By the way, it's not my style to criticize, but I have to play this quick little video. Speaking of Pennsylvania Lottery and Harrisburg and right. state officials here in the Commonwealth, this is a video, I'm not making this up, that Governor Tom Wolf, our governor in Pennsylvania, posted. It's only seven seconds, and this was these are state officials. This is the governor... And another woman and several women standing around him. I don't know who they are because I only have a seven-second video. This is what the governor of Pennsylvania was doing today in a news conference about the coronavirus and how Pennsylvania is dealing with it. Can you put this up, Robin? I'm going to play it right on the big screen there. Let's go to the tape. You need to start at the beginning. I know. I am trying to. I don't know if you sound. Yeah, there is. Look at my dial. Look at my dial. Look at my dial. Now, let me explain it because there's music put behind it for, right. for comic effects. Governor Tom Wolf is at a podium discussing the coronavirus, 
and he's putting his hand up over his face. Like so he's I, dabbing over I there. Guess, yeah. So I guess now is not only wash your hands, don't touch your face, but put your hands up like you're dabbing. Like right. you're Dracula. With like a, Dracula. And then Dracula. Not only, not Dracula. only is he Dracula. dabbing, not only is he dabbing in the video, but then he has an assistant who's standing next to him, a female, and she's dabbing. You know, a little dab will do you, Tom. A little dab. It's basically, if you have to sneeze, that's what they're telling you now. So here's the third thing to remember. Wash your hands. I want you to get a little post-it note and post these things down. Wash your hands. But the whole sneezing into your elbow thing. Robert, wait a minute. Let me explain now. This is what the governor of Pennsylvania, okay. our governor, is telling us. Why don't you, un- what don't you understand? What don't you understand? Understand. So the governor says if you have to sneeze, you put your hands up like you're Dracula with the cape. Yes. What Bella Lugosi used to do. Remember when he would get that cape and you just see his menacing eyes? He he would go like this. And then he's got a chick who's left-handed and she dabs, but she actually does the fake sneeze on the video. Did you see this? Can we go to the video? Let me show you the video again. I can't see it. Put it up on the screen, right? It was up. Look at my dad. I'm a man. I'm 40. And there's a chick behind him who has this awful look on her face. I want you to watch this. Branded sports, by the way. I got to give him credit. The The, the, the blonde is Dr. Rachel Levine. I don't know. Yeah, Dr. Rachel Levine. Does she have her own TV show? Anyway, no. I'm not mocking these people. She's one of the first transgender public officials. Okay, anybody, I, I'm not mocking anybody. I'm anybody just saying. Anybody that I, has children in the last 20 years or, or How more. do you know that that's who that doctor is? I'm getting updates. Oh, okay. Because, again, I have a seven-second video. He has an insider. That's uh, good. We have the Capitol Hill insiders yep. from Harrisburg. Secretary of Health. Secretary of Health. Okay. So my point is I'm not making fun of these people. I'm just saying I saw a video. I recognize Governor yeah. Tom Wolf, and I see what he's doing. He's having a news conference to explain that Pennsylvania is right on top of this, just like our mayor, Jim Kenney, is right on top of it as he sits in the tap room dabbing to a couple of uh, tall boys. On a Friday afternoon. I remember when my kids were like two, three years old going to the pediatrician. The pediatrician told my kids and said, remember, if you have to sneeze, what do you do? Or sneeze or cough, what do you do? And he told them, sneeze and cough like Dracula. That was the thing. Sneeze and cough like Dracula. And he would make it a funny thing. And ever since Dracula. then, Dracula. 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 I want to suck your coronavirus right out of your neck. <laughs> By the way, let me play it one more time, Rob. A, because it's a great song. When you, and I got to give it up. So they say when you when you have to announce the coronavirus is in Pennsylvania, but someone plays Migos. Now I don't know what Migos, Migos is. Migos was hot when we were in Atlanta. Migos is a, is a song. Yeah. A, oh, that's okay. the song. No, isn't Migos it? is the the artist. Yeah, yeah Migos is who he did okay. the dab song. No, he didn't do the dab song. This isn't dabbing. So then why were they? They're dabbing. They're, well, what yeah. song is this right here? Oh yeah, look, look at my dab. Look at my dab. Migos. I'm gonna fire this up in the Mini Cooper. Oh yeah, crank this baby. But you have to watch this video. Brandon, Brandon, follow them on Twitter at Brandon underscore sports. They're sort of like a bar stool here locally. Mm-hmm. And they put up all these crazy seven-second TikTok-type videos. But you got the governor who just basically is pretending. You know, like when the flight attendant pretends that she's putting the mask on because she doesn't want to mess up her hair? Yeah. You ever see that on, your, you're on, a, on an airplane, right, Luigi? And then they say, and now if, if the cabin pressure, if, if, we, if we lose suddenly lose cabin pressure, the... Mask will drop down, and I want you to first put it over someone next to you, a child or an elder, right. and then put it on. And then the beautifully man- manicured fingernails on that flight attendant, 
Some of them very hot, some of them not. Oh, but they have to take that mask yeah. and pretend that, and then they pull the string, yep. the, the, the rubber band. But they never put it on because they don't want to mess up their hair. That's what Governor Wolf <laughs> looks like. It's like, I got to do the pretend I'm sneezing into my suit jacket. But the chick next to him is doing a better job. Yes. She's actually it. pretending she's doing the head bob. In, in she's the, a translator. In the acting yes. world, your teacher, your acting teacher would say, commit, commit, yeah. commit he to the He just looks process. like he's wiping snot off on yeah. his so- suit. And you don't want to do that. Don't wipe snot on your own jacket. It's a he nice did, coat. He did not commit. And then the woman behind him, who oh, you identified as a doctor, Yeah, they have a shot they shoot over to her, and she doesn't look... Dr. Rachel like Levine. Trying, yeah. She looks like she's like... What the hell is going hell on is back going there? On? What the hell is Burton going on? Burton Gus has some breaking news. We have breaking uh, news yeah, all Burton over Gus. the place. Coronavirus cure has been found by world-renowned scientist Dr. Sugar Tits in Switzerland. <laughs> Sugar Tits could not be reached for comment. Come on, man. That's my, Swiss Miss. That's my doctor. I like Dr. Sugar Tits, and I couldn't keep my doctor. But anyway, the woman in the back, the, do- the two women in the back, not just the doctor who's blonde, but there's another woman standing behind who's not dabbing, and they show a close-up of their face, and they're looking there like, what? What? What is going on? So anyway, so now remember, wash your hands, don't touch your face, and sneeze into your armpit. Right. Right there right. in the little, right crook, little crevice. In that little crook. What do we call that area? It's not the taint. That's in a different no, part no, of no, your no, body. No, different spot. And you never it's, go ask the mouth. We all know that. <laughs> we all know that. Especially with coronavirus. Hey, Tony, speaking of sugar tits yeah, and wanting this. to keep sugar tits, yes. um, we do have a sugar tits update. Who the hell is this guy? I mean, Wait a just, minute. You're going to love this story. I just, I just happened. You're going to you, love this story. That was a great segue for this next story, Tony Bruno, since, you, uh, since sugar tits was brought up. Now, this guy that's t- t- uh, tweeting you, who is uh, what, Bill Belichick's burner, burner account. account yeah. Now, do you know that guy personally? No, I don't. He keeps tweeting to Luigi. Bill Bill Belichick's burner account, instead of worrying about getting Tom Brady resigned, no, he's on here. No, he's back because I, I, I'm off. I'm off. And I, I just, you have I, been I, off Twitter. Yeah. yeah. So, I just responded. I just so everybody's so comments. excited to have he's Luigi been, back. He's been quarantined from social media, which is I a poor thing to do. Myself. I quarantined he myself. He self-quarantined himself from social media. And so you know idea. he doesn't have the Twitter virus right nope. now. He has other viruses, but he hasn't had been tested. But up. let's go to our let's. We've been talking about infidelity in the Bill Clinton interview. Yes. yes. On the Hulu documentary, not made up, not fake news about that. When he got anxiety in the White House as the president, what did he do? You know, he'd look for uh, outlets. Correct. Who didn't happen to be his wife, Hillary Clinton? Because you know, it, it was it helped his anxiety to and get. And then a you know the whole Monica Lewinsky. Again, I'm not bringing this up because I want to mock Bill Clinton. No. I'm actually giving him props. No, we're what not. What married man wouldn't want to have that autonomy that his wife's in the other room and he's got an intern? Hey, I need my anxiety medication. And again, I'm not, this is not, don't come at me about me too. I didn't do this. Right. The President of the United States admitted that he did this on a documentary on Hulu. Yes. All right? So understand the facts before you start going crazy about stuff. But this story, ladies and gentlemen, this is why. This is why Italians are the most romantic, <laughs> understanding. They are, they are, that's why they are the well, most Well, it just perfect. goes to prove you that uh, uh, politicians everywhere. Yeah, but this guy's bragging about it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, let's go to our Italian desk. And, and this <laughs> I don't even know where to go with this story. So, Italian, we need a little Italian music here, yeah, Robin. We need a little Italian music. We need, I, I didn't have time to pull Italian music here. Maybe, what do I need? Maybe Luigi La can find it. Let me time. get it. No, I, he can't play it on the air. Sure he can. I got to find the Tarantella. He can get it on his on YouTube but on his tablet. he can't play it on the air. Yes, he can get it on YouTube on his no, tablet. I can't. No, oh. he can't. He doesn't have it in I there. Have, I don't have Wi-Fi on here. 
What's the matter with you, Robin? Why wouldn't you? Jesus. I don't know because it doesn't work that way. Let me find yeah, Italian music. it does. Music. We have Wi-Fi down here. Hello. Just for anyway. Like, by the time he does yes. that, I could have found the music I know, already, seriously. Robin. So people probably have heard of the former Italian Let's prime see how minister, you pronounce this. Silvio Berlusconi. That's pretty good right hey, there. Hey, thank you. Not Silvia bad, not bad. Berlusconi. He is now 83 years old. He's 83. Now, remember, 83 years old. If you look at his picture, you may think, all right, maybe he had some hair plugs, maybe some Botox. You see this guy's face? Now he's been. He retired. looks like every goomba you would see who goes to Atlantic City with the big uh, pinky ring. Hey, don't, I don't, hey, yo, hey, yo, hey, yo, I got it. I got. So there you go. This is our great Italian segment. So there is Berlusconi, and on the left, you see him and his ex. Now his ex. Now he's 83. You know how much his ex was? Well, not his how much it cost. Uh, 34 years old. And she and was, had, they were in a long-term relationship. They, they had been together since I believe she was like 18, if I'm not mistaken. I, 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 on the right is his new love, whom he dumped his beautiful ex for. Who it should happen. His ex just, or his new love, just turned 30. 30, so 34 Luigi. apparently was too old for the 83-year-old Berlusconi. former politician, hey. Italian politician. And he is now... <laughs> The Teflon Goomba. <laughs> now, personally, like, the, to me, I mean, this is a woman speaking. The new, the new blonde, I think even though she's younger, she looks a little, um... A little, uh... Oh, a zinger. I would call her a yeah, zinger. She's, she's a little, she, she looks a little bit more, uh... If that chick next to him was 34... I can understand why he got an upgrade. I mean, come wait on, minute, man. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. She I looks can't... like she's 60, and she's had a lot of work done what like him. Talking? Can I just point something can out? Yes. Can you see Can you see her uh, blouse is a little uh, peeking? Which one? There's a little the young peaking. one? The blonde? No, the ex. The ex. See how Oh, it... yeah, she's oh, got yes, that one yes. button open. Yeah, that one button she's is... She's got the is... jacket on with the white The one button is straining. So <laughs> he left Francesca Pascale, 34, for 30-year-old Marta Fascina. At least he's staying with the Italians. He's yeah. keeping it in the family. You know what I'm saying? The, no, but I, this is. A, wait, I have to read some of these things. The Italian billionaire. He is a billionaire. No shit. Why do you think? Is, how do you think an 83-year-old guy gets a 34-year-old or a 30-year-old? Is famed for his dating antics and bunga bunga soirees. What the hell are bunga bunga, bunga, bunga. soirees? Booyah! I know what a booyah, booyah, booyah. soiree. steamy dinner parties. God, I got to go back to Italy. Forget the corona. Yeah, bring that up a little bit. Let's have a little musical in our blue. Come on, Everybody there. Supposedly, they're remaining friends. Of course they did. No, I don't. No, I don't want to get married, and neither does he. You know what they say. Hey! Now, take the 34-year-old, leave the cannoli. You know what I'm saying? Beautiful, man. That's a 53-year age difference. 
You know what she said when he found out, when the, the 34-year-old found out that he went he dumped her for a 30-year-old? No. Oh, it's, it's so low. Oh. <laughs> he said to her. And then she said. You know what he said, right? Sir 20 Deep actually did research for us. The bunga bunga is a phrase of uncertain origin and various meanings that dates back to 1910 and a name for an area of Australia dating from 1852. But by 2010, the phrase had gained popularity in Italy and the international press to refer to former Italian Prime Minister Silvio Berlusconi's sex parties, which caused a major political scandal in Italy. Oh, man. Can I have my board back up, please? Yes. Robin, I just knew that you were going to try to play stuff no, I wasn't. During while I was trying to get that out. No, I did not, not want to be interrupted. Robin, then you turn it down, and then we can't play any damn You're great real uh, Italian drop-ins. What's the matter? You know what you are, Robin? Here, right here. <laughs> oh, wow. That <laughs> was scary. And, and you know what we have to do after the show? We need to eat the babies. What exactly. Do, baby. What yeah. I do. What I do. <laughs> <laughs> so see, ladies, I know you're really attracted to those 83-year-old men. It has nothing to do with him being a millionaire and having bunga bunga parties. This guy's out of range. I got to go to one of those parties before I you die. You can't go to Lee right now. I mean, the whole place is quarantined. No, he, probably, he's probably south. It's Tickets, always are in cheap. My, Tickets are cheap. I know. Milano is where you don't want to go. I don't want to go to the north. I want to go to the I want to go to the south. I want to go back to Sicilia. Sicilia. Hey, Tony, since we just had the coronavirus segment. And we're about um, safety on the show. Safety, safety first, Luigi. And we talked about uh, the, the different hand-washing techniques the other day. So we got three now. Hand-wash, don't touch your face, and sneeze in your arm. Animals, right. It's time for our animals, animal segment okay. of the day. Animals, animals, animals. Animals, everybody. No, not the kind that Silvio Bertoldesconi gets. Those are animal. Those are the those are the Ladies and gentlemen, even animals, Robin. What do they do? They clean their hands. They wash their hands, baby. <laughs> they there got the Rocky go. theme. He's not boxing, so it's a beautiful cat, and he's in a bathtub, and there's one off. of those. Uh, they're not loofahs. What are those things yeah, that's called? It's a loofah sponge. No, it's one of those things that's like a hair thing. Wow, but, and they yeah. put it together. It's round. Exfoliating sponge. What is that? Sponge. That's so cheap. You get them in a the dollar store. It's a loofah. Yeah. yeah it's it's a not loofah. a loofah. It's a material that looks yes, like but, sponge. But this is a fake. This is an exfoliating sponge. How about that? It's what cheap bastards buy at a dollar store, and then they use it to reform Hey, off. man. Nothing there's anything wrong with it. And the cat looks like he's washing his hands, but whoever made this video had the Rocky thing. He's working a speed bag. I'm saying doing. I'm going to say he's washing he's his paws washing right his hands. now. You he's don't know where those paws have been. You know what I'm saying? Well, you, you do. They're normally they're in the litter box. So I exactly. mean, it's great if you can do so. Then they come over and then they you lick they lick your face. Ew. So there I mean, you they go. They go ass to mouth and they're still alive. Uh, you know, know what I'm saying? Disgusting. And then your dog was outside and poops, and I took her for a walk last oh, night. Oh yeah, how was that? Did you, Big was there... dump. She yeah, does, she, she's quick though. I like dogs that get it done. Quick, fast. I don't want the dogs that sit there forever. They pick the spot. That's it. Just poop and get it out. They got the bag. And I, unlike my neighbors and some of the other skifozos here in South Philly, I see them, too. They poop in the little grass area where a tree is, and the sons of bitches don't pick up the poop. Nah, see. Now, would that, should I be authorized to go out there with a baseball bat, like a 36-ounce Louisville slugger, and administer, forget about the $300 fine. Nobody's ever fined for not curbing Nobody. their no. dog. That's another one of those laws, a feel-good law. Curb your dog. $300 fine. 
Do you know anybody who's ever been fined for having their dog take a shit on your sidewalk and them not picking it up? No. Do you know, Robin? I don't think. Um, no. Can you name one person? I don't know. I know that they do find people in Paris now, but I don't know if they've... But they have to move the people who are sleeping first to determine whether it's human feces or animal feces, because they're sleeping in that now all over the country, unfortunately. Well, maybe the new, uh, the, the new presidential candidate we all want will be able to Yes. And you know, I don't endorse politicians on the show. Right. I really don't. I don't care who you vote for. I never release who I'm going to go. But I have made my decision today, ladies and gentlemen. You don't have to vote for this man, but I believe there's only one man. Since there's no women left, except Tulsi Gabbard, that, that nobody wants her because for some reason she's a woman that they don't care about, but they care so much about women, except the women they don't like. But that's another story. What? There's one guy. <laughs> one guy. Speaking of viruses, there's one guy who can save this nation. He can bring us back to prosperity. Bring us back to the days when everything was good and okay, and you can do whatever the hell you wanted. Ladies and gentlemen, that man has unveiled his new presidential entry speech. I want you to watch this. The man is not Pat McAfee, John McAfee. Let's go to the tape, Robin. 15 years ago, I had some beautiful software, and they took it over. You thought you knew John McAfee. Gives us the right to shoot whoever we want. And for whatever fucking reason, I became a butt man at the age of seven. How would you cook your dick? I wouldn't cook it. I think I'd eat it raw. But in 2020, the man you thought you knew is deadly serious. I'm, in fact, running for president. In spite of a year of fun, games, and jokes, it is time to get serious. I warned you of this, that at some point, those of us who speak out about how wonderful cryptocurrency will be to free ourselves from governments, from banks, financial institutions, how that will free us, how governments, if we are using privacy coins, will not be able to collect income taxes because they will have no clue what our income is. To me, it is slavery to work for one quarter or more of the year for the government that is taking your wages, your right to earn a living. So, until you have control of your own currency, a currency which is controlled by no one, then you will never be free. Free, free, free. Presidents in America lost all power after 1960. And our last president with any power whatsoever, that's Dwight Eisenhower, warned us when he left office of two things. This the is a CIA wild transition. And the military-industrial complex. Listen, just listen. That would eventually take all of our freedoms if we allowed them. You think that presidents make decisions in vacuums? I like no. how his face is in the We're stars. We're in the age of information. We act on information. And those who control information... Are the ones in power, people? You think you can't control someone? You can control them by giving them selective information or by giving them outright lies. Please, God, wake the fuck up. You have smoked yourself Ladies and gentlemen, let's put your hands together for the next president of the United States of America, a man I stand behind, in front of, upside down, and with. 
whenever he has his parties, a man who removed the viruses from this country long before we even knew who they were. The man who invented McAfee virus killing software. He didn't, he's the one that also owned Computerland at one point, yes, right? Yes, but he, yeah. he's the guy. When you see virus McAfee, when you see McAfee virus... Antivirus. Antivirus stuff in your computer, that's the genius right there who protects your computers and now wants to protect your income and bring power back. It just goes, it just goes to, to the proof. People. It just goes to prove. Cocaine now, is a hell of a drug. I believe... I need to put I'm, this up now, Robin, because I, I have a good song. If I believe, if I'm not mistaken, the last time we saw an interview with John McAfee, he had uh, the room lined in aluminum foil. Is that not correct? <laughs> yes. Isn't that... that so he's a little same. quirky. He's a little... Yeah, a little quirky. What is this? Yeah, what is this, Tony Bruno? Just relax. Are we relaxing? Is this our relaxing segment? Yes. Is this our chill segment because everybody's gotten so hyped up? Yeah. See if you know what this is, Luigi. What up? Gerald Levert, is it? <laughs> no, it's not Gerald Levert. Actually, it's this song. But that was the interlude. It's my boy Mark Morrison, Return of the Mac. Return of the Mac, McAfee. Not right. Pat McAfee, the winner of the Tony Bruno Award last week. Now, Is he I, a quadrillionaire? <laughs> I have, I have a, um, a one degree of separation uh, from John McAfee's Wait, story. First, let me just play. This is going to be his theme song. The Return of the Mac, Robin. He told you he'd be back. He said he was going to. He said this is his re-entry into the presidential. This is big news. Don't you understand? We're breaking big news. Even Pat McAfee doesn't have this on his show today. You will later on. Turn it up, baby. You lie. Come on, Robin. Stop playing this bullshit game with the volume. Crank that bitch up. You You One of the most chill videos ever, too. Man. Oh man, this got to be top ten of my favorite. Jams. I love, I love returning. Favorite jams of all it's time. Steady man. rotation, my friend. Oh man, come on, Robin. We when saw you, that. When you hear this song, do you not just drop what you're doing and bounce a little bit? That's a smooth bounce. No, it's Robin not, turns it down. Yeah, she turns the volume down. Killing it. It's Friday. Let us play. Come on, man. Come on, Mom. I'm thinking of all the people who watch this as a replay who are going to have a it's very okay. They'll long put their own Mark Marison on. This is a big announcement on this show. I wonder if Pat McAfee will endorse. He may have to. Do you think they're related? No. You know, all those Irish I, guys look alike. You know, I wish. Like, Jesus, <laughs> what do you mean? Honestly, I, I, I wish I were related. Remember, we saw that uh, documentary about the one kid who actually did a DNA test, and he is related? To Pat McAfee? No, to John McAfee. Oh. <laughs> That's breaking news to Pat. D. Uh, D Conrad in Vegas says, my intern is bouncing to this. Absolutely. Is she under the desk? Oh, oh I'm no. sorry. No. Oh, different intern. I'm no, sorry. No, no, no. Uh, we did Tony, a story Tony. about Bill Clinton saying it was okay to have sex with his intern. Because it was relieving anxiety in the office. I didn't make that up. Don't come at me. He didn't say it was okay. No, he, he said made it. He was it an was, excuse. That was, was an excuse. It was an excuse. 
And how many married men always have to come up with an excuse? I don't know, man. Hey, how Tony? many times a week does a guy have to come up with an excuse? I went out to dinner. I was hanging out with the boys. Speaking we were of just boxes. having a couple of drinks. Ladies and gentlemen, we do have that segment yeah, right now. Speaking of boxes. <laughs> how about Robin coming up with a little, uh, little risque humor little segue here? segue right there. Woo! What's in the box? What's, What's in, in the, the box? It's a long, it's it's a rectangular box today on our mail. Yeah, it call almost segment. it almost looks like one of those pro flowers boxes. It does, but the flowers aren't this short. No. You send me a, a a dozen roses this short, I'm gonna be pissed off. I like them long stem, just like, like my women, roses? just like my women. <laughs> a long, tall lady in a short dress. Remember that? Who did that, Robin? Who did that? I don't know. It's a long, cool woman in a short dress. In a short dress. Let's uh, see how fast all of you musical geniuses out it. there. It's the Hollies. Is it long, oh, cool woman in a black, black dress. dress? It doesn't matter the what the Hollies. Dre- I said the Hollies. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. I don't think you did. <clears throat> you you were asking us to. I said think the Hollies. Oh, okay, well maybe you're gonna test my musical knowledge. No, Robin? I'm just saying. I've, I I crank it up. It's got I'm a great the, guitar riff in the beginning. I'm sure oh, yeah. you know who it was. I just don't think that you actually told us. Come on, try cut up. It's a long, cool woman in a black dress. Not the Mount Holly, New Jersey's. No, no, the no, Hollies no. from across the pond, baby. You remember this classic, everybody? Not Holly Robinson Pete. <laughs> a friend of the show, of course, and a homegirl. Not hardcore Holly from WWF. So Stephen Stills from Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young is the lead singer of the Hollies. And I know that. That's good knowledge there from uh, hitting the and post, which I just did. Electric Eye right now would be loving All the cats have left the building. Get it all. We'll do it live. Get it all. Get it all. Come on, everybody. I'm so now. born in the wrong era. Me too. Just the best part. I had hair oh, back then. Robin, Robin, let it come back. Robin, let it come back. Crank it up. Uh, let it come back. All right, all right. Tony and his sticks. That's what she said. You're not getting this on any other show, are you? Hell no. Order the jalapeno, <laughs> Oh, it's Graham Nash. Graham Nash. All right, all right, all right. That's enough, that's enough, enough, because we're going to have a... I'm going to get in so yeah, much trouble. Real. Monica was more like a short, pudgy woman in a stained dress. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what the hell was that? <laughs> Speaking of stains, remember Kendra? Oh, the Kendra laugh? Jesus. 
There's something screwy around here. Oh, what's in the goddamn box? Yeah, can we get no, back it, to the box? What the fucking box? <laughs> no, yeah, come on, man. Get it right. Oh, what's in the box? All right, the box. Robin partially opened it so that it won't be, but she didn't look in because I don't have long nails and a short dress or a black dress. So she had to partially open it for me because we don't have sharp objects around me during the show. Yeah, no, on purpose. Ru- the drumsticks are about the sharpest thing you have there. It took away his nail file. <laughs> <laughs> had to, man. We do have files in the back, though. All right, let's open this some bitch. Jack up. in the back. The karaoke segment is full tilt. <laughs> yes, it yes, is. Yes, it is, baby. Let's open this up. Ah, my wrist hurts, man. See, this is another reason why I have to partially you open know, it. Anybody got a knife? Give me, I'll, I'll finish this. Let's finish that some bitch off there, man. Those Amazon, that tape on Amazon, if what's-his-face, if MacGyver had it back in the day, he wouldn't have gotten into any problems. Forget about duct tape. All right, what's in there? Let me open this bitch up. Oh, it's one of the things I love to break. Oh, I need the big suckers. I love those big bubble wraps, don't you? Do you like the big bubble wraps or the sheet that has a lot of little ones where you can just keep going? I actually going? personally like the little ones. Louise, you like the little ones when you try I to like break I like the little them. poppers. This is just three. I like, I just, bu- I like bubble wrap. Yeah, this is bubble wrap, but there's three of yeah, them, and now a, they're done. It's just a big-ass bubble. Big bubble butt. There's nothing wrong with that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know what they say, man. You know what they say. Where the white women at? What'd we get? What'd we get? And who'd we get it from? Ladies and gentlemen, it's a lifestyle designs. Oh, is this from Berlusconi? You know what they say. <laughs> See a bra to get that booty act. <laughs> it's the selfie stand, yackle. ultimate oh. selfie stick with tripod stand. Sweet. For GoPro. And now that Elizabeth Warren's out, how am I going to use this? She's done taking selfies. Who's it She's from? She's out. Who's it from? The only selfie stick I have is from original. Lifestyle Designs. The only selfie stick no. I have is my original. My is there, is, who's <laughs> it from in the uh, box? The labels? They're probably in the box that you just threw on the ground. Grab that box down there. Uh, yeah. Can you give me the little labels in there? There's two like little. Is this this is from our? Is this an Amazon gift? Play, you play, didn't order this, right, play, Robin? Play Action Real says bubble wrap is made in China, so you may have the coronavirus exactly. just released into the air now that you pop those bubbles. We're gonna self with you, man. <laughs> We're gonna self quarantine. We're gonna go to Omaha for the weekend. Get some Omaha steaks. Put them on the grill. You ever have Omaha Luigi, steaks? The coronavirus it it only is able to live outside a human ho- or any kind of host, ma- uh, animal or human, for four hours, like which is ass. longer. <laughs> <laughs> How many hours? So four. We just had a man on who has the coronavirus. Yeah, I don't want to be anywhere near. Yes, I understand that, but I, if I get sick, I'm whooping your ass. Uh, I didn't pop the bubbles. Tony your did. Your ass, right? If I get sick, I'm gonna cough all over your asses. Meanwhile, here it is—a gift for you. You got to bartend tomorrow, man. You got to be. You gotta That's be right. Don't forget tomorrow, yes. one to four. It's only forty dollars. It includes all your drinks and food. And food. Now it's not, not going to be like a buff. You yeah. know, it's going to be a big dinner. But remember, forty dollars goes to charity. It's another fight cancer. Cancer sucks event, and it'll be at Xfinity Live in South Philly. The Chickies, not Xfinity Live, Chickies and Pete's in South Philly, part of the Parks Casino organization. They're part of the sponsorships. I'll be a celebrity bartender or a B-list or D-list celebrity. Mike Jarek is going to be there. Yes. Who else? Aton Shander is going to be there. Mike Missanelli, scheduled to appear. Will he show? A lot of great, great. uh, My buddy Matt Cord will be there, the voice of the 76ers courtside. And, of course, it benefits the the Sidney Kimmel Cancer Center. It's at Chickies and Pete's Play 2. You can get tickets before. You can buy tickets at the door. And we will be bartending. 
behind the bar, which is where we normally, AOC will be online in my ear giving me tips on how to make her favorite drink, which was Perrier and water. It was a difficult assignment, but I'll be able to do it. Strikeout cancer. It's, uh, it's a joke. I know. Hello? So don't forget, 40 bucks, drinks served by celebrities. Mike Jarek will be there. Again. Yes. Did I mention Mike yes. Jarek? Yeah, you He's did. the first person you mentioned. Hold on, let me see if I can actually go to link to the page. That's got to find the page. I know, I know. Mike uh, actually oh, posted Mike, it. Mike posted it and said. Does he mention me in there? Yeah, he yeah. says, Tony, see you there. Beautiful, um, man. I'm trying to go to the page. Where is the page? Man, I love me some Mike Jarek. Yes, my boy. I know you do. You, you, you. There is a mutual man love going on there. It is. It, it is. is. Okay. So here is the event, a Strikeout Cancer, brought to you by Parks Casino and... We're swinging uh, for the fences to strike out cancer. So these are also Nicole, Mike Missinelli, Janice Nicole Michalik, Robin, come on. Yes. Matt you don't just say Nicole. Sorry. I was rushing through. You know it. who else is going to be there? Scroll up a little bit, Robin. Well, Kristen Herman. Go up a little bit. I can't read the names. That's not up. That's down. Janice okay. Armstrong, by the way. Okay. Kristen Herman from Ben FM. She'll be playing 25 drinks in a row. <laughs> And then From later the 80s, on, 90s today. <laughs> and then uh, oh, there's somebody that just added too. Barrett Brooks is going to be there. Oh, no, Aton Shander is going to be there, and, and my John Johnny Clark. Airport, John oh, Clark, my good though? buddy John Clark will be there again, included with your ticket purchase. Forty dollars at Chickies and Peach, three-hour classic open bar, domestic draft beers, Coors Light, Miller Light, Bud, Bud Light, Yingling Yalager, and uh, of course. Chickie's House Wines by the Glass Chardonnay, Pinot is it Grigio. Buttery? Is it a buttery Chardonnay? It's a buttery Chardonnay, Pinot Grigio. Uh, we got the Merlot. I'm not drinking any freaking Merlot. There's going to be Merlot. Maybe those people who want or who are sideways a little bit, they want to come in and get some Merlot. Cabernet, white Zinfandel for Which all of you. Not, not a wine. For all of you cool moms who don't wine. really it's appreciate it. That's a fountain drink. <laughs> exactly. And fountain drinks included. Oh, there you go. Plus the Packer Avenue Happy Hour Buffet. With world-famous crab tries, cheese nachos, and premium toppings. And traditional pizza. You get it? It probably doesn't include your favorite uh, Chickies and Pete's pizza. The the White Lobster pizza. you can't have. I can't eat any of this stuff. I know. How am I going to be there? And this is the ultimate sacrifice for me. I'm going to be in Chickies and Pete's. I won't be able to eat any fries. I won't be able to eat any nachos. I won't ever be able to eat pizza. You know what we could eat? We could just tell Do they have Pete, any keto-friendly yes, stuff? Yes, we could tell Pete's? Pete. We could say, hey, Pete, could you just bring us some lobster? <laughs> yeah, I can eat the lobster you off the, the pizza. Because they have the white. Have you had the white pizza chickies? No, they tell you with when the you're keto free and chicky and pizza, right? What do they say? Hey, shut the fuck up and go outside, all right? Oh. In fact, we should call Pete. Get Pete on the phone. I need the I need answers. Okay. Because you know, listen, everybody's like has to be aware of the keto craze, right? You know, remember when vegan first came out? I right. remember my son was married to a vegan and we never could go out to dinner. Did you get read minds? <laughs> <laughs> no, and you go to a restaurant, you're like vegan. No, right. we're talking about fifteen years ago. Right, like real like, vegan. What the hell is vegan? Oh, they got like uh, barilla spaghetti with the with olive oil it's on not it. Barilla, buddy. I know that. The taste of it, buddy. 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 But anyway, now you better have keto in your restaurant. You have to. You better a, have a, keto. It's a must. You got to have vegan options, mm-hmm. and you got to have keto options, right? Am I wrong here? You're not right. I mean, you're not wrong. I'm sorry. Can I eat the calamari? 
No, it's it's no because it's breaded. What's wrong with the breaded? How many? I need. I got to count the grams. <laughs> Not. I need a drug addict to call in right now. I want to know how many grams of sugar are in the calamad. You know, like a nice little bowl of calamad, a little basket. Let me see if I can look it up real quick. Look up calamad for me for the table. Nutrition. If I eat one calamari, a nice little circle, crunchy with the crispiness on it, dip it in a little uh, marinade. No, I can't drink it in the dip it in the marinade, Rob. No marinade sauce. How about if I just pulled the cheese off the pizza? Because if I pull the cheese, I like I I do like Mike Bloomberg. I go in and I see a piece of pizza and I just grab the cheese off and then put the other put the slice back in the box. Three ounces. We have an update. Yeah, I got the guy. Three ounces, Tony. In calamari? 149 calories. I don't care about calories. Calories don't matter in keto. Calamari by itself is fine. It's the breading that's on it. I ain't eating that slimy shit without the breading and deep fry. Come on. (laughs) When squid is fried and made into calamari, it's total fat and possibly its saturated fat content goes up. In essence, this food can be quite unhealthy. No shit. I don't care. It's not a ma- zero point zero nine grams of sugar. No, I want to know how much sugar is in it. That's all that matters. Fat doesn't matter. None of that. And calories don't matter. This is about not having carbs. One gram of sugar, Robin. One gram of sugar gets t- takes the medicine. Makes the medicine go down in the most delightful way. Isn't that how the song goes? Just a spoonful of sugar makes the medicine go down. What's that one from? Medicine. Isn't that from Chitty Chitty Bang Bang or is that Mary Poppins? Spoonful of sugars from Mary Poppins. Mary, how do you not know Mary Poppins, man? What's the matter with What's Poppin, by the way? Yeah. <laughs> Andrew, not Poppers. Dice Clay. Mary Poppins. <laughs> I fucked No, that was, <laughs> a, that was Mother Goose. I know. Get your facts straight. Mary Poppies? <laughs> I got to find that song now, Robin. See what happens on this Spoon show. Spoonful of sugar makes the medicine. Go I know down. the song. I want to hear it though. Medicine. In the most is it is in the most in well. the most delightful way. People are worried. People, are, you know, you know what the real cure is. What's the cure? I love the cure, by the way. And we go a little something oh, like this. Yeah. Can it. I see my my new selfie stick, please? Funky Cole Medina, that's the cure. I love that. Alex from Stroh's will be there tomorrow too. <laughs> a little Medina in her drink, Tony. Funky. Co- by the way. We want to thank yeah. AJ from San Antonio. He is the guy, shockingly, oh, AJ, who once again followed our Amazon wish list requests. Yo. He is definitely you, the biggest. He and uh, D. Conrad Vegas are our biggest supporters. Dean has been our biggest wine supporter, but yes. he had he had but to he pay lost, the piper. Yeah, no, that's because he lost a bet. He would have just sent it to us for no reason. You're right about that, boss. And a spoonful of uh, cocaine is a hell of a drug. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just a little dabble, do you, Tony? You know what's really good about this one is that this What, will... Funky Cole Medina? No, the, it's it's a selfie stick, so I can put my phone on it, and it'll um, it'll I can stand it up without having to keep it on there. And we're not I... taking any damn selfies, though. No, no, you don't really need it for selfies. You know, selfie sticks are banned now everywhere. They should be. Like Disney World and that place. I don't want somebody sticking a damn thing across my neck to take a picture of Goofy. Five-foot apparatus hanging from your hand. Sons of bitches. I love this song. Okay, but we have to turn it off now. I want to hear from Al- I want to hear Alex from Stroh's first. Yeah, come on. AJ hey, from San Antonio says, no worries, Tony. I have a quadrillion-dollar discount on Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. If everybody lo- I said this the other day. 
We have 1.7 million people who have viewed this program. If each one of those people sent a dollar, how much money would we have? I believe that's a pretty good question for a Friday afternoon, Luigi. It is. I believe that's I've got my board down, so I can't <laughs> put my Jeopardy uh, music. Yeah, I, I need to, the Jeopardy music. I was controlling the music. I had it down. That's good. I, I need to think that one over. Can we get Brian Williams at, at MSNBC on the line? Hang on. Let me think this out. For the New York Let's Times editorial ball. Okay, Tony. It was 1.7 million viewers. 1.7 million people have viewed this show. And if they all gave us $1. If they all sent $1, Venmo. Indeed. Please do not start doing math again. Apple Pay. Apple right. Pay. What other? Bouillon. Check. Cash. Money uh, jewelry. Any uh, watches sitting around, gold wow, chains from your is, 80s days. This is really great selfie stick. It has all these little attachments. Is it a multi-purpose one like the Tony Bruno Trophy, which serves many purposes in one's household if you have one? It's nice. Two of them sitting back there. It is nice, yeah, isn't it? you got to collect a pair. How about Bitcoin? I don't we take, Bitcoin. You heard. You know, what, you know what people are doing? You saw what happened when the stock market went down? You know who had the most action? Places that collect and sell gold. You know that, Robin? Yes. Because people are taking their money out of the stock market, and they go and buy gold. They don't even have to listen to William Devane. <laughs> they go, what's in your safe? What's in your safe? And you know why people are get, turning their, their liquid assets into gold? My bank Because the government can't track it. Right. Like, if you have money sitting in a bank collecting, Which, like, 15 That was John McAfee's cent. whole point with Bitcoin. I know, exactly. That's why I'm not, I don't know about Bitcoin. I don't, want to, I don't have enough money to get into you that game. You can't hold it. I mean, that's it. Like, what happens if, if there's a computer glitch and all of a sudden Yeah, I don't want Bitcoin. Gone. I'm saying if you buy bouillon, bouillon. In fact, I watch those gold rush shows now in Alaska. Philadelphia with a great one. Right. You want them to send eggplants? Oh, you said bouillon. Uh, not bouillon. Uh, not bouillon. But that's what people are doing. By the way, breaking news from MSNBC. I knew this would happen during the show when we break what? news. Brian Williams has apologized for, for forgetting to carry the one last night. <laughs> well, he, he don't know some... me very well, do he? <laughs> he, he, for, he? He didn't carry just the one. He, carried, it, he forgot joke. to carry several ones. Now, I had one extra one. It's always oh, good one to extra have it. zero. It's always good one. to have an extra one. Yeah. <laughs> now I did. I just called Pete. He didn't answer. I texted him. We'll see if he is available to call in in the next. It's his two. place. Oh, it's, it's already after three o'clock. Holy crap! This is for charity, Robin. We're not doing this to enrich ourselves. I can't I even drink or eat at this event. I may have to bring my own keto. Is there any kind of keto-proof alcohol that I can drink? I don't drink? know, man, but this house being keto-free is killing me. I'll tell you that right now, man. There ain't shit to eat in here, man. I think, isn't like gin and vodka, they're low See, on the glycine? See, I need answers. I need Hold answers. On. Well, let me look Is there any up. kind of alcohol that keto doesn't have sugar in it? Keto-approved alcohol. You're going to be drinking White Claws, bro. <laughs> no way. <laughs> I wouldn't drink White Claw if it was the only substance I Joe. needed to stay alive. Ladies and gentlemen, pure spirits like whiskey, brandy, cognac, vodka, gin, and tequila contain zero carbs, and they are all fine on keto. However, however, why does there always have to be a however? You cannot add anything like juice, soft drinks, or other sweeteners, um, like sweet cream, to spirits because then I can have like uh, what do you call it, white Russian? Nope. 
like my boy, the Big Lebowski. Yeah. So we can have Makes shots. Makes a nice Caucasian over there, Tony. That's what he calls them. He calls them Caucasians. We can do shots of vodka. I call them crackers. <laughs> but we cannot do anything else. We n- No wine. No wine. So I'm going to go wine-free. No. Now, what about Seltzer. Uh, what about vodka? Yeah, no. I, did I did You did said I gin have, and tequila. No, I said vodka on there as well. All straight. So here you go, Tony. Up on the screen right, All right here. All right, let's, let's run it down now. Uh, so these... rum has zero grams of sugar. Vodka. That can't be Z- right. I thought rum had sugar. Or did... That's rum chadas. That's something else. Yeah, it's a wholly different thing. So rum, vodka, gin, tequila, whiskey... You're good. ...all have zero right. grams of fat. You're good. Correct. It's all, baby. There's no carbs. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> now, I don't like to do a lot of sh- straight shots. Put right. a little vodka on ice. What about Stay mixers? Thirsty, my friends. Now, what about low-carb mixers, Robin? Can you help a brother out there? Okay. Well, seltzer. Here's low Not car- Brian Seltzer. These are the low-carb mixers that you can add to said drinks. Right. Seltzer water. Right. Sugar-free I don't want water, sugar-free because that has that like aspartame yeah, shit in it. I don't want any diet, diet soda. And crystal. So seltzer is pretty much it. Boom. Tequila that's it. and club with a lime, brother, and you're good. Or, or I like gin and seltzer with lime. Yeah, that's good. Now, lime has a little bit, so you just do one little squeeze, one little dabble, do ya? No, you, wait, that's you can't brill cream. Come on, Robin, you can't huh? drink that you shit. You can't eat a lime? Yeah, you can do lime, but you can only do so much because limes and lemons have sugar in it. That's this bullshit, bullshit, man. This is some bullshit. I can't drink wine? I can drink this, so though, here, baby. These are the things to avoid. So, asking for a friend here. Because you can't drink wine. Yeah. What are you going to do with all this shit? They are staying right here Why for when... Why can't I drink it? Because they're not Wouldn't yours. Wouldn't it bring you joy to watch your wine being consumed? No. Wait a minute. Let's just chill a little bit now. LBC. Hey, Tony. Yeah. We do need to get going because we have an appointment coming up. Somebody that's actually coming to the house, the fabulous Pat Kaneen. In the house. Is going to be coming in the house to talk to us about stuff that we can't make an announcement with yet. <laughs> just give me a little snoop to finish off this beautiful week. It's Friday for Hey, and I have to apologize to our folks out there who... We told them that we were going to have an announcement last week, and then we didn't make the announcement. We still have that announcement coming, and I hate to keep you all uh, on your toes. They'll relax. They, they, I, think they'll, I think they'll survive without any big announcements right titillated, now. Titillated, but the just, announcement is coming. It's Robin, just not bring up Dan, to us. Get, you, you know about up and under in music? You, can, you, just, can, you don't have to bring it on. You have to have it underneath. See, some of the greatest DJs as were a producer, able to have the music under. This yep, is, you know as a producer, this is what I'm thinking about. I'm saying something that I really want everybody to be able to hear, including the people that are listening to it on replay. And if I have this music playing under, no matter how soft it is, then people will not be able to hear it because not it'll even, be not silent. Not gin and juice. How can anybody yes. be upset about gin, gin and juice? So about gin that and juice, bro. is why I have it turned down, not because I don't know how Turn to Turned down for what? So there you have it, folks. I will turn. So so stay tuned. There is a big announcement coming. I don't want to hear it. But we just can't. Is it huge or is it just big? It's it's humongous, big, and it's exciting, and a lot of people are going to be very very pleased. But we just can't make it yet. There we go. So Tony, yeah. you are going to be able to imbibe tomorrow. We are going to be able to imbibe tomorrow. No tonic. Tonic has some of the highest amount of sugar than any Yeah, who said tonic of, water? Yeah, no gin and tonic. Um, this Tony song Bruno. sucks. Yes. All right, that's enough. 
We didn't get to all of the stories, Tony. We didn't even go to Florida. That's okay. We didn't have a Florida story. I sort of... I covered it all. One last thing. I got to play this, though. Because I talk about journalism a lot and how people are just dopes. People who pretend to be journalists. Oops. There's, you know, this is a big day. Not only is it Employee Appreciation Day, Luigi, where people are probably getting fired right now by their companies on a Friday afternoon, the Friday afternoon employee dump. Yep. Bad timing to make this Employee Appreciation Day. First of all, are you appreciated as an employee? Of this program? Yeah. Nah. Hell no. Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. But you know what happened on this date in 1981? Where were you in 1981, Luis? In the womb. Where were you born? Wait, wait, no, no. no. I was born. Wait, March 6th, 1981. Where were you? I was four months and change. And you'll remember this vividly. Because 39 years ago today, Robin. Yes. My uh, middle child was born. Chris, Chris Bruno was born in 81. You know what happened? Real journalism said goodbye to the nation on the CBS Evening News. Wow. This is my last broadcast as the anchor man of the CBS Evening News. For me, it's a moment for which I long have planned, but which nevertheless comes with some sadness. For almost two decades, after all, we've been meeting like this in the evenings, and I'll miss that. But those who have made anything of this departure, I'm afraid, have made too much. This is but a transition a passing of the baton. A great broadcaster and gentleman, Doug Edwards, preceded me in this job, and another, Dan Rather, will follow. And anyway, the person who sits here is but the most conspicuous member of a superb team of journalists, writers, reporters, editors, producers, and none of that will change. Furthermore, I'm not even going away. I'll be back from time to time with special news reports and documentaries, and beginning in June, every week with our science program, Universe. Old anchormen, you see, don't fade away. They just keep coming back for more. And that's the way it is. Friday, March 6th, 1981. I'll be away on assignment, and Dan Rather will be sitting in here for the next few years. Good night. And that's the way it is. And that's what it's all about. That was a a signature salutation. And that's the way it is. Friday, March 6th, 1981. And now 39 years to the day. Friday, March 6th, 2020. What it is is what it is. Coincidence? And one last little public service announcement for all you people out there. Don't be this woman. And again, it happens to be a woman. Don't be this guy either. But you know what happens when you're hungry, Luigi? This, you do this it. is Tony when Robin's you are daughter is like this because when she gets hangry, when she gets hungry, she gets hangry. Let's go to the tape. This is a woman who needs something and needs it now. Let's go to the tape. I worked 10 hours! All I want is Wingstop! That's a little excessive. That's a little excessive. I'm I'm fucking starving, Swift! What did you eat today? I ate nothing! Nothing! Listen to my neighbor Taylor. (laughs) Damn, girlfriend. And so for all of you lady listeners out there, I get it, you're going to get hungry. You work a long day. But Wingstop is yeah, where you want to go? With all due respect to Wingstop. Girlfriend, <laughs> chill the F down. Don't be that woman. Have you ever met a woman like that, Luigi? What? Like that? Yeah. That crazy? No. Not recently. Now, I've seen hangry women before. I get like that. 
Will I you, get home. Yeah, when no, I get you home. do. You do. Do would you lose it like that and scream no, like that never, though? No, no, never. That's hangry right there. I mean, That's yeah, no. That's the definition. I, of hangry. I do want to point out, and somebody else did too. Hoop Circle Podcast. Look at her red eyes. Now I know it's from the flash. But look, I mean, she looks possessed right at the end. Oh, yeah. Oh, and that's not, that's, not, that's not staged. That's one crazy bitch in the front seat of a car. And, and her, her friend, friends in the back yeah, are rolling the tape. Her friend is like, holy shit, girl. I'm getting this on tape, and this can be held over you. By the way, is, is it Dean's birthday today? What? Today is March 6th. Oh, tomorrow's his birthday. And well, our buddy hit the effing post birthday is Sunday. Well, you know Sunday. So happy we, birthday to all of our not, greatness. We do not say happy birthdays, Tony, but this is your birthday song. It is a very long birthday. Oh, right. And on that note, ladies. Uh, exactly. And that's most important. That's the most important thing I want you to take away with you this weekend. Don't drink and drive, ladies and gentlemen. Don't text and drive. And remember people like Carl Goldman out there in Omaha, Nebraska, sitting in quarantine in a hospital room, trying to get three consecutive negative tests of the coronavirus so he can go home back to Santa Clarita, California, and be with his family. And also remember that if you do get it, you're not going to die. There's like very small person percentage First of all, chance if you're going to get it, you you're gonna have... get it, you're going to know it, and then yes. you're going to get tested, and then they're going to find out that you have it. If you sp- and, and if you spike a fever, just stay the frick home. Get into bed. Go to bed. Stay in bed a couple days, and you're going to be fine. What's Don't the allow the one- everybody to get you all worked up. What was the one big thing? Sit down. Shut up. There was one great rant about telling people just to relax. Well, I know there was one guy who did it and probably did it better than anybody over the last few years. Speaking of the NFL, the man, the myth, Five the legend. Five letters exactly. here. R E L A X. Relax. Don't do it. Frankie says relax. Frankie says relax. And thanks to everybody for a great week, for listening, for listening, for contributing, for sending us bits, for subscribing to the show. Have a great weekend. We'll see you at Chickies tomorrow. I'll be the guy shaking violently, trying to figure out what to eat or drink. <laughs> and we'll see you on Monday right here. Tony Bruno Live, baby! Thank you for listening to The Tony Bruno Show on Bruno Nation Live. Don't forget to subscribe on the Twitch mobile app so you don't miss any of Bruno Nation's hilarity and hijinks because it is definitely must-watch radio. Of course, you can catch the archived audio on your favorite podcast app like Spreaker or iTunes. Plus, if you subscribe via Twitch, you can watch any of our archived videos. We hope to see you back here every Monday through Friday. See you soon.